Hi, I'm Jimmy Navio. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Jimmy Navio. You have stumbled into another episode of Hit the Bucket. I'm using one of these dealies. I listen to one of my own podcasts and every I every time I said a P the world exploded. So I was like, I better get one of those things. So I got one of those things. I think it's called a pop filter. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I adjusted my levels a little bit too. I should be a little louder, but a little more clear. I don't know. We'll see. Show the toes. Um, I'm super duper. Oh, wait. Before I jump into who our guest is today, uh, a couple things. Number one, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, if you're out there checking out the podcast, uh, friendly reminder, this show is recorded live on Twitch every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, so sometimes you might hear us randomly uh, shout out a question or a name or something. It's because we're interacting with chat. If you want to come interact with chat, come join us. Twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio. Also... Uh, the YouTube channel is still a thing. We put all these episodes on YouTube. Uh, there's a link down in the description now on the Twitch page. So go check that out. This video will be up there by Friday. And last but not least, just a reminder, this show does go out on, like I said, iTunes, Google Play, and now officially Spotify. You can go search for Hit the Bucket on Spotify and you can find this episode. You'll be able to search for Tropical Moisture all one word and the, the podcast will pop right up as soon as I get it uploaded. It usually takes a couple days. Like I said, try and get them up by Friday. So um, thank you guys. If you're here from Tropical Moisture's community, if you haven't guessed, she is our guest of the evening. She will enlighten us. She will grace us with her wonder and her, uh, I think she does origami. I watched some of her stuff. She's very entertaining, very high energy. I'm super excited to have her here. She is one of James's uh, guests. He invited her, and she said yes against her best best judgment. So we're gonna we're gonna grill her. We're gonna go deep. We found some details. She gave us some details, but we also found some details. So we're gonna see how it goes. I'm gonna bring them on right now. If you guys want to unmute yourselves, whoa. Hey! <laughs> it worked. How you guys doing? Hi. I'm doing good. How are you, Jimmy? I'm I'm well now that I got off the phone with my lawyer. Feeling feeling much better. <laughs> are you drinking gin and tonic? No, I am drinking uh, vodka soda with lime. You're, that's still an old man drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's low calorie because I'm getting I'm 34. My I'm metabolism 22. isn't what it used to be. Yeah, you're 22. Talk to me when you're 34, and we'll see if you're drinking vodka sodas. <laughs> He's trying Boy. to watch the weight. He was on a diet earlier. I'm always on a diet. Progress. I'm perpetually on a diet because I never stick to anything. I can't even remember the last time I finished a game on stream. <laughs> I start them, and then I just move on. <laughs> Anyway, Tropical Moisture, um, you were invited here. She's already dabbing. <laughs> you youngins and your dabs. Got a dab on the <laughs> um, 
So James told me about you, and he's like, yeah, you know, she, she's interested in doing the podcast. I went and watched some of your clips, and I was like, oh, God. my God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Here we go. I've seen some of those top clips. Uh, one of them James actually took, I think, last night when you yeah. were... Uh, oh, is that a top clip now? Yeah, no, well, no, uh, you, you posted it, and I saved it for today because uh, we're going to show it to the people. I got a couple. I have two that I liked. I was like, I thought I finally graduated clip chimp. Dude, um, imagine if you did, though. That'd be great. So, uh, Tropical, I hope I'm not doxing you too much. I found this all online in information that looks like you readily gave away. So, your okay. name your name is Lydia. Mm-hmm. A good name. But we're going to call you Tropical today. Okay. And uh, you, you have a cat referred to as Cat-O. 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 Oh, Cat-o. I didn't. Okay. Like Cat-O. What yeah. does the O stand for? <laughs> What is your cat's actual... Is that your cat's actual name? That's her real name. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a pet, Jimmy. You can call him whatever you want. <laughs> That's true. Her, like, on-paper name is Maple, but she doesn't understand what a maple is. She only responds to Kato. Kato. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a very cute cat. Where's Sam at? Where's That asshole was climbing around my desk all during setup, and now he's nowhere to be found. You're... Oh, Lady Navio put him outside. Probably, probably best that way. Let's see. Uh, who's Huffy? A Huffy Hedgehog, affectionately named Chestnut. Is that a real hedgehog? Yeah, she's in the cage behind me. Do you want? You no, want me it's to fine. Bring <laughs> her out. <laughs> Maybe later. Oh, you know what I found interesting? You play League of Legends. Yeah, I do. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to a lot more. I was. I got introduced into it uh, season six and played the living hell out of it until this current season when they screwed it up. Mm-hmm. What did they, in your opinion, what did they, shared opinion. what did they, they screw up? I haven't okay, played well, in a while, so I want to know. They, they did so many rapid changes, like insane rapid changes to where, you know, you would, you would expect um, each patch to be like minor changes, minor stuff, you know? Yeah. Incremental like, oh, like changes over time. These were like gameplay changes where they, they would completely alter gameplay. They would re- they would remove items, bring in new items, change how ADCs work, change how this works. Oh, you it end, if you don't know, it ended up having um, Irelia, somebody who's typically played as a melee tank bruiser champion, playing an ADC, which is attack damage, you know, uh, you know, glass damage. Cannon. Yeah, glass cannon. Wow. And so they were uh, last hitting, and they were um, being the, the the most damage of the t- team while still retaining that bruiser tank kind of game style as well. And it was just ridiculous. They broke it so hard. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of people have just n- bounced or aren't playing it as yeah, much. Yeah, a lot of people did. Um, Plus, there they, was all that controversy, right? Like, aren't there a bunch recently, of yes. sexist assholes? Mm-hmm. That's all. All the headlines not make surprised. it sound like they're not a great company to work for. <laughs> you know, a team that balances that bad has some other internal problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful because I went to PAX and uh, so they caught some heat at PAX as well. Have you heard about that? I maybe. Refresh my memory. Okay. I want to know. All right, so at PAX, uh, this was like a week after uh, all the sexual allegations and um, bad bad uh, sexist remarks were made sure. uh, against the company. So <laughs> guess what they decided to do at PAX? Wow. They made women only... <laughs> 
women only panels and it was like women in gaming and they also had this like post-it note board that was like we support women in gaming so and just so like pandering super hard yeah super hard but the problem was is that if you wanted to go in and you were male or you identified as male they wouldn't allow you in to the panel yeah i can't do that but like they're they're trying to be like we're all inclusive we we uh we want to make sure everybody's like uh taken care of and doing all that and we love women but then they do that and it's like it's not the same Come yeah. on. It's like now you're just excluding another group. <laughs> yeah. It, like how is that loving us? They they're screwing up so much. They I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of like YouTube ads and stuff. They're trying to push the game again. Yeah. I I mean I was at the point where I was only playing ARAM anyway, so I I don't really <laughs> I haven't followed the, the meta in a while. <sighs> I uh, I haven't played League in months. I don't miss it. I played com- not on at the right time. Yeah. I played competitive early on, um, yeah. like maybe season two, season three, uh, down with cis white males. Um, and then like they completely, every time they would do an update, they would completely change. I was a jungler. Like that was my primary role. And oh. I feel like every season, the jungle just completely changed. And I was like, I have to relearn everything. Nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I just started playing ARAM. Cause I just like team fighting. That's really, I like ganking and team fighting. I was like one lane, let's just kill each other. That sounds fun. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people do. Yeah. I, I enjoy ARAM. I think that's why I also enjoyed games like battle, right? And stuff like that. I just, I enjoy the. I don't like the grind as much. I don't like the, you know, farming and the the meta game as much. I just want to blow shit up. Mm-hmm. Well, for um, me, I, I really enjoyed the climb, like learning uh, how to improve myself and yeah. get to a higher rank and stuff. Absolutely. What are you making? Are you doing origami? Yeah, I've got to get through another 150 cranes. Uh, well, so, I mean, for reference, um, it's been about one year since I started streaming. Not quite. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made a promise to myself that I would do a thousand cranes for every follow I got up to a thousand, you know, <laughs> the first 1000, I'll say. And uh, so now I'm on number 859. So I have the, I mean, I know you guys listening. If you're listening, you won't be able to see it, but I have oh, a jar. That's cool. She has a big old jar of them. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. 800 something. That's 853. And you said your deadline is October 10th? Yeah. So. That's you said that's like your unofficial official like year of how long you've been streaming. That's like when I first started folding the cranes. And so ah. the whole reason why it has to be a year is called it's a Japanese tradition like a legend. It's called Sinbarazu. And uh if you fold it within a year a thousand cranes you get a wish granted and my wish is to be a twitch partner Ooh, <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah so i uh does the wish is the wish granted immediately or is it just like eventually <laughs> that wish yeah, like, are you just gonna finish the final crane <laughs> she's just gonna poof she's gonna like get an email <laughs> imagine if i did though like that would be the best thing ever i'd be like whoa she finishes that last fold of the wing and then it just poof I would just start folding cranes for like everything else. I'd be like, all right, million dollars. Here we go. This shit's for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm actually going to work on one with you. I enjoy, uh, I know how to make oh, cranes. So You do? Yeah. I'm gonna, how big is your paper? Uh, This big. 
Damn, mine is. Um, I have just, the box. just for reference. Jimmy is uh, 16 feet tall. So <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm just using paper. this little yellow notepad paper. So it's um, not actual origami paper, but I figured I would join you. I'll make a crane uh, while we're while we're chatting. Okay, mine's a seven by seven centimeters, so it's really small. Then I'll and then I'll uh, I'll mail it to you, and that's one less crane you have to do. Does that count, or do you have <laughs> no, to? No, it has it? to be like me folding it. Ah, uh, that's mm. uh, but it's my sweat and tears. Why can't no it, shortcuts, Jimmy? Why can't, can't it be outsource a? It. You can't outsource the crane folding to China. Get yeah, that's, my uh, my friend familiar wanted me to outsource it to China, and I was like, no. <laughs> but I love having friends do favors for me. Boy. <laughs> It's just, it's it's a community wish, right? Everyone wants to see you become partners so we can all make cranes together. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. It's crane socialism. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it works out. If it works, if it, if, as long as I get a part, uh, be partnered, uh, I'll be all right. So um, besides origami, mm-hmm. you, are an, you are a creative individual. What other creative shits do you enjoy? Um... I, I paint. Uh, I make paintings. I, I do digital art a lot. I um, I don't know. I sew uh, embroidery and I make stuff like bracelets. And uh, I recently cosplayed. That was pretty weird. I, I never done that before. Oh, like you recently did your first ever cosplay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw those photos. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was really, I felt really pretty in it, and I don't normally feel pretty, so it was really, Aww. really fun. And everyone like coming up to me, being like, "Oh my God, Soraka!" Like they, they told like they, I was the character, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> they, they, yeah, that's gotta feel good when you're doing cosplay and they actually recognize what character you're. <laughs> Yeah. I had people walking by and they were saying, Oh, Soraka, you're so pretty. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> it was so fun. It was different. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Where did you do that at? I went to Anime Expo. I went in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, the Los Angeles Anime Expo. Yeah. That was so a bit I live in Alabama, a... so I flew. It it was a it was a journey. Yeah. Yep. How did that come about? You just did you just decide I'm going this year and like Yeah, uh last year. Last year, my friend went, and I regretted not going with him because it was a, it was a thing as kind of happened. You know, he went, and he, I had about a week to decide, and I said maybe I, I don't think I will. And he had so much fun, so I said, you know, no matter what, I'll go next year, and I, I did. So, yeah, that's a, that's about where I'm at with TwitchCon. I didn't go last mm-hmm. year, and I like knew people that went, and, like saw pictures and everything, and I was like, ah, damn it, I should have gone. Well, yeah. are you going to go this year? I am. So, yeah. Well, I can meet you. Yeah, we're all mm-hmm. going to hang out. Anyone anyone listening to this podcast or watching on Twitch, uh, I think I, what I'm going to do is I might set up a channel in the Discord so we can coordinate like a meetup or something. Um, we can have one massive steak date. <laughs> buy out the entire restaurant. Yeah. I don't know if I have that much money. <laughs> Let's we're gonna party hardy. In fact, James is uh, staying with me. I have a friend. Uh, I have a friend who lives in San Jose. So, because I I'm from Central California, so uh, yeah. my my buddy's going to school in San Jose. So he's letting us crash on his couch, so we don't have to pay for a hotel. Oh, that's mm-hmm. epic. Yeah, that's it. That's part of the reason I'm going. I it may have been a harder choice. Uh, budget wise but since i don't have to pay for room and board and i can blow all my money on parties uh that's that's gonna (laughs) no i'm the same way i'm not paying a single thing 
Nice. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to pay for your ticket? Oh, did your no. donations or? No, I won a contest. Would you like contest. to explain? Oh, that's contest. right. You're the tank one. Or the, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah James, James, break it down. Oh, okay. Well, essentially what Tropical Moisture won was an all expense paid trip, a sail to TwitchCon, if you would, from World of Warships. She was the only one that completed all 25 hours in three days. No, there was five winners. No, but you were the only one that did all of it in three days. Yeah, that's true. Because it was a lot. You had to stream 25 hours of the game. You did it in three days. In three days? Just like... Yeah. It was like a three week long like event. Just blew that shit out. I didn't know about it. Mm -hmm. I, I was in PAX. I went to PAX in Seattle and I met with um, a streamer there called Feminelli. 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 I can't hurt. She's Fem. We'll call her Fem. <laughs> and um, she she's one of the top um, streamers. She's also a community coordinator for them, for the Warships. Yeah. She was giving out um, these little pins here. Um, this is like a little Kraken pin. And I, I really wanted one because it's like, you know, I don't know, moisture, whatever. And she goes, oh, you're a streamer. You should do this. And she said, well, it's ending really soon. I don't know if you'll be able to do it. And I said, well, when is it ending? It ended in three days from the time I came back home. Wow. So as soon as I came home, I did a 12-hour stream. <laughs> it was awful. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, you ready? For what? Oh! Oh, that's the, the moving one. Yeah. Ooh, it's alive. I'm going to sit it right here. He's a good boy. I used boy. to know how to do that. You know why I learned how to do origami? Why? Was it to impress a girl? Yes. Half of uh -huh. half of the uh, <laughs> half of the oh, random of skills that I possess were mostly to impress girls. I know how to play like three songs on the piano. All of them were learned specifically to impress girls. Along mm -hmm. with the origami. I can make a little flower, too. I can make a really nice origami flower. That's cool. Yeah. It's just those things you do. Yeah. Like, if I have these little tricks in my back pocket, they'll fall for me. Yeah. Oh I mean, it, it didn't not work. I, <laughs> I I mean, it definitely helped more than it hurt. But mm -hmm. as long Like, as I learned how to... Uh, and now you have a skill. As long as you're not weird do, about yeah. it, right? Like, as long as you're uh, not like... Let me, let me show you how to... I can, I can fold a crane while I'm going to show you. Yeah. I learned this for you. <laughs> but I made a hundred cranes for you. What do you mean you don't love me? Oh, God. Yeah, as long as you don't uh, get creepy with it. As long as it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, you want it? And then you hand it to him and that, you know, just just the sly move. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I learned how to, fl how to shuffle cards like super fast. Because I was like, just in case I need to shuffle cards, I know how. But also, if I'm at a party, someone brings out a deck of cards. I'm like, oh, I'll shuffle that for you. And then just I show off. I can't See? do it. Those little skills come in handy for sure. It's like most definitely I'll be like, I need I need someone to shuffle my cards, and James will be like in the corner, he'll be like, Don't worry, my lady. For I have a <laughs> tips, Fedora. <laughs> Here you are, and you like shuffle all the cards. I have an emote for that. Ooh. There you go. Milady. It's my milady. Jimmy Gent. Um so let's move along a little bit. Do you have any creations handy? Things that you've sewn or knitted or... Uh... Yeah, they're like everywhere. What do you want to see? I don't know. Like the entire room is full of it. Show us something. Yeah. Um, like, do you want to see something like I'm really proud of? Sure. Oh. 
this is something I did on stream and I'm really proud of it because it's like I've never done anything like realistic in my life holy crap what is is that painted yeah it's painted with acrylic um mm. I found the oh, frame so on like for, like Hobby Lobby for like a dollar it was two dollars I was like that would be a really cool thing so then I painted a lobster um something like a little bit more cartoony something a little bit more my comfort zone is this i painted this a few years ago and uh it's a it's a dinosaur Ooh. but it's not just a dinosaur um when you turn it ooh. yeah i was gonna ooh. say that that looked like it was not flat it's a three-dimensional no. dino He's it's um like a finger finger puppet dinosaur that I cut at an angle and then glued after I painted on the, the body but when you're like looking at it straight ahead without any of this crazy like lighting it looks like just normal yeah that's very cool so it was really hard like to color match try and get it right but I did it so uh, what was it that got you into streaming like what we were just sitting there one day watching someone and you're like I can do yeah. this or pretty much so, I was playing. Uh, I was playing League a lot, um, and like I was, I just wanted. Yeah, my favorite, uh, still my favorite League streamer is um, Sneaky C9 Sneaky. Oh, my favorite cosplayer. Oh yeah, yeah. He also cosplays too. He cosplays uh, girls, and it's pretty, <laughs> pretty great actually. Nice. He, he pulls He's it a off. Very really attractive well. woman. <laughs> he pulls it off. Um, so I saw his Twitch stream and I, I was kind of like amazed that, you know, I could talk to him through anything. Like I, one day I just said like, he drank like something. He has 15,000 people in his chat and I type, what you drinking, Sneaky? And he goes, oh, uh, I'm drinking some uh, water, Tropical. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like he responded, it was so weird. Cause like, it's so, Unaccessible usually right. to be able to talk to people, and now you can. You mm -hmm. can talk to anyone you want, really. Yeah, I think we all have that experience the first time we like are actually able to interact with the person on the other end. It's kind of addictive. Yeah, mm. and so from there, I started watching smaller streamers, and I got this. I uh, made this friend named Captain Kirk, and he um he had this really cool um like. IRL stream where he would have people call him and he would do um, like on the silly phone? things. Yeah, he had a burner <laughs> phone. Oh, and, okay. And they would call the burner phone and he would have like, um, I don't know, silly hotlines or whatever and he would pretend to, 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 you know, be a doctor or something like that and he, it just like, you know, funny skits and stuff like that. Sure. But, um, mm. He, he, uh, <laughs> he had me on a discord call when he was dyeing his hair pink because uh, he got a dono goal for that ah, and nice. so he he made me full screen and I was the streamer for him um, while he was dyeing his hair yeah and it was like my first ever stream and I, I, I just kind of got addicted to like the way it felt and it, I was like oh I could the do this the so attention. For, I couldn't stream when I lived in that that place so i had to wait i waited a whole year <laughs> before i could actually start streaming because i wanted to stream like two years ago but mm. i couldn't were you and at home or just in an environment where you weren't able to the internet 
the internet was so bad oh, at the place I was okay. at. Down in the rural farmland of Alabama. Yeah, I had 10 down and like one or two up. Oh yeah, no, that's that's not going to cut it. So it was like impossible. So I, I even tried. There's a few clips of me at my old apartment and they're super blurry and it's choppy. It's awful. But um, now I've been streaming for a year um, here and it's amazing. I hit 1000 followers and I have a little community. I met James. I met so many people that I, I care about. It's really fun. All she had to do was plug her stream in someone else's <laughs> community. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's really, really cool how those things happen. How did you find her, James? Oh, it's like I said, she plugged her stream in someone else's community. Well, who, Which I never do. Who, never who do. is that someone else? Who? How did What happened? He's actually someone I'm going to ask to be on the podcast at a later time, since October's pretty much filled. But it was a Mr. Painless Death 22. He was a support league streamer I watched all the time. Now he ma- mainly does World of Warcraft because he like gets super tilted when he plays League on stream. Yeah. But one day I'm just, you know, messing around in Discord as I always do. And there's there's a gray dot next to the server. I'm like, an unread message. What could that be? I click it. <laughs> and I'm like, self-promotion? Ah, who's the brave person doing that? Nice. So I click it and it says, Tropical Moisture. And just from that name, I'm like, all right, I have to check out this stream. Because that's a name that you can't ignore. Yeah, actually, that's funny you mentioned the name because the fir- the very first time that I've discovered who you were, J- James and I are, are friends on Twitch, and I always give him shit because I, you know how it, it'll tell you like James is watching blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, you know if you're at, if you're using the friend system on Twitch, and uh, yeah, yeah, at least seventy percent of the time James is watching a female streamer, Ooh. and that's and- not my problem. <laughs> That's just. He says it's because of people hosting other people. He's like, dude, I don't know. I was lurking in there, and then I it mean, sent to be me fair, to this he other was watching channel. Painless, and Painless is a guy. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, one day I looked over and it said James is watching Tropical Moisture, and I screenshotted it, and I was like, <laughs> caught you again. <laughs> it was like Tropical Moisture, huh? I didn't even like actually click on your stream. I just saw the name, and I was like, Jesus, James. <laughs> <laughs> Does it sound dirty to you? Some people say it sounds dirty. The word moist is a is definitely a very polarizing word. I think mm-hmm. I think for some people that word is just one of those words that just hits a certain chord, you know. Well, that's kind of why I like it. It it, mm-hmm. it, it, it the name itself grabs you right away. It's that people are like, you really named yourself Tropical Moisture, and you're like, yeah, I did. And you know that becomes kind of like a talking point, and it mm-hmm. you don't forget my name. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> that's true yeah and the, the funny thing is though it is an actual term that's used like in weather like i i googled tropical moisture and all yeah. it was was like a bunch of clips from weather channels and shit like, <laughs> like, like they have a lot of tropical moisture coming down from the <laughs> costa rican islands florida will yeah. experience tropical moisture this weekend like <laughs> well like my original like league name was abrupt flatulence Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like the way it, it kind of like had that cadence to it where it was like a description and then a noun. So I was like, all right, I need to figure out something that is still cringy, but more like still polarizing, still cringy, but like more family friendly, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out giving business cards that say a bro flash lens on it. No. <laughs> so I, uh, I thought of the word moist and I was like, well, that's a very opinionated word. You know, I like that word actually. Yeah 
kind of cringes people out and I cringe people out so it fits and mm-hmm. like well what what possibly like what description can you say for right moist you know and tropical came up so well and it's it's interesting because you seem to have created this so did the name come first and then all of the branding around because i noticed you got like you got the shark surfing in the corner you got the lobsters you got the bubbles you had like <laughs> you know all the other stuff was that just as a result of like you you got this name that you liked and then you kind of built a brand around that yes and no i've always been a fan of like sea stuff like i lo- i love the ocean like my main in league of legends is nami uh, i've always been like attracted to uh the ocean and being on a boat and stuff i've always lived by the ocean and so i already had a bunch of this stuff anyway but then i kind of branded myself more towards that because of the name mm-hmm. it was a natural progression yeah it worked it worked really nicely awesome one second here don't mind me by the way i need some gamer oh, fuel nah. well, that's not mountain too well, it's you know, but you're not supposed to. The podcast people don't listen; they don't know that. Oh, I thought I paused that. All right, here we go. So uh, I'm gonna pull up some clips here in a minute, but I wanted to make sure I got through all of my points. Um, <clears throat> I've heard this joke a few times from James and other members of your community. Would you care to explain to us so what a humble meme farmer does? Ah. <laughs> You just farm memes very humbly. Like what what is there to explain? What you're you, not a like what? you're not a jackass about your memes. You just you like I am a memer. I reside with these memes. These memes are who I am. Do you farm them and hoard that. them? Do you do you replant no, them and grow meme them? Farmers always give their memes to their friends and family and to anyone that would like a meme, but they don't push them down their throats, you see. Mm-hmm. Ah. Humble. Do you provide them with ample sunlight and water? Well, plenty of moisture, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, please tell me, um, Foxy Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I saw that on your Twitter and I said, I have to ask her, what what does this mean? Uh, I just (laughs) really want that hat from Spongebob that says Foxy Grandpa on it. Oh, okay. I, just I remember that. Really, hat. really want that hat. It's like a trucker hat with just white background and red blocky letters that just says Foxy Grandpa. I'm sure you could probably find it. Have you? It's looked? on Amazon oh. for like ten bucks. I just haven't bought it yet. I've yeah. always wanted one though. You should probably get on that. I, ne- next time I watch your stream, I'm expecting you to be wearing that hat. I'm kind of hoping it for my birthday, to be honest. There you go. I want, I want that for my birthday. Text if you're listening if you're out there he's not he's not listening he's at work all right before we get to the quick fire questions there is one more thing that i wanted to bring up with you uh it it's something that you mentioned multiple times in our uh conversations leading up to the podcast um you mentioned that you are a huge advocate for mental health awareness yes uh, w- would you care to kind of give your background on that and kind of speak to that a little bit yeah i'd love to um so because i have this platform i i kind of realized that i have the ability and the means to reach out to people that need it the most and i myself have uh depression and anxiety and i've had that for a long time 
And it's been really hard for me um, for the past few years to really admit that, you know, mm -hmm. and say like, yes, I do have that and I do need help and things like that. And uh, it took uh, Tex, uh, my boyfriend, to, to really help me understand what I was going through. And um, once that happened, I started being more open and more open about it. And I felt like uh, the more I'm open about it online and my platform, the more I normalize those conditions and the more I break the stigma of, you know, what depression is. Because a lot of people don't understand uh, mental health disorders. Just go outside, go for a walk, hit the gym, you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> go for a hike, breathe in the fresh Do air. Do some though. exercise, Whee! go to bed earlier. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I, I encourage anyone, uh, if you are if you are struggling uh, to, to talk to someone, to a friend or a trusted professional, your doctor, you know, and getting exercise and going outside, it does help. But the thing about depression is that it takes your ability to go outside. Like it just makes everything so hard. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but once you are outside, those things do help. And so a lot of people that don't understand depression and anxiety and they, they suggest those things. Uh, they, they do. They are coming from a nice place in their, in their own heart saying, well, why don't you just do this? It's so easy. But, you know, Snap to the depressed out person, of it. it's very hard to go outside and things like that. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it, I, I actually, uh, especially, I, I feel like I'm in control of it now. Uh, I've had my own mechanisms to deal with uh, some minor depression and anxiety, but in high school, I was actually medicated for it. I, I there were days where I just literally couldn't function. Yeah, and my, and my parents, luckily, you know, had the they, you know, because a part of the problem with the stigma, and maybe you know, feel free to stop me at any point if I'm talking out of my ass. But go ahead. Part of the yeah, problem with mental illness is that there are no physical manifestations of it, and so a lot of times when a kid's, you know, especially you know, depression is a real thing, and it can manifest at a fairly young age. And a lot of time, parents, you know, they that's what they do. You know, go outside, skateboard, ride your bike. You know, go go hang out with your friends, and they and they don't realize that there's a a legitimate chemical physical imbalance or you know there 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 are legitimate things that need yeah. to be addressed and luckily my parents were on the side of like saying oh there's something going on here he is not himself and you know yeah. they they scheduled a doctor's appointment and I was medicated and I, I like I I was very very mildly medicated like he the doctor was basically like oh you know if you feel these types of things happening take half a pill or whatever and see if that helps you know but but I, I luckily was able to work through that because my parents recognized it as a legitimate concern. And I know that's not always the case though. Like there there's, you know, like you said, this, that stigma around mental health is really hard to overcome. Like a lot of people just don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And Especially um, if you're Hispanic, they're just like mental health. That's not a real thing. Uh, <laughs> like cultural. Dad. Yeah. It happened with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Like, oh. Same thing in the Asian community. A lot of it is um, hard work will pay off and, and things like that. And they're very strict on that. So if you do say that, you know, my friend is um, a Chinese uh, American and her family is from China and she's had a, a lot of uh, trouble um, with her anxiety and her depression because they put a lot of pressure on her to be successful when sometimes she can't, you know? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, with the physical manifestations, there are some symptoms that do happen as a result of depression. I'm sure you are aware of that. Um, personally speaking, I didn't know I had anxiety until uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, I was having these horrible, horrible, horrible stomach pains, and I thought I was going to pass out all the time, and I thought something was physically wrong with me. So I went to the doctor. They had so many blood tests, so many pregnancy tests. Let me tell you. Oh, wow. They're like, it's just a hormone imbalance. Oh, you're nauseous? Oh, you must be Mm -hmm. pregnant. I'm like, no, I swear I'm not pregnant. (laughs) Um, And then eventually I just kind of realized like this could be anxiety. And as soon as I take uh, anxiety medication, um, my stomach, I still get anxious sometimes, but like, Mm -hmm. The thing with that is that when you're nervous, your stomach produces more acids and that Mm -hmm. eats away at the lining and it can produce, um, you know, ulcers and things like that. So it's a very real concern, you know, if you uh, experience those kind of things like you, it's scary. Like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going to the doctor and having them tell me, oh, you could be pregnant made me even more anxious and even more <laughs> oh, like my stomach was oh on my fire goodness, like oh god what if i am like I'm, i know i'm not but what if i am mm-hmm. what if i'm the next virgin mary uh, yeah because i know when i was younger i didn't realize it at the time but then as i grew up i was like oh so that's probably what it was because i would go into like a class in middle school and be like i really can't take this test so my mom would be like oh you're fine and then i go and then i just shut down i'm vomiting and i'm like huh oh. I was probably sick. You know, maybe I ate something bad the other day. Yeah. Then going forward, I'm like, oh, that explains it. That explains everything. Yeah. But I mean, the the more you know, like, it's unfortunate that you don't know, like, immediately. But it's always a process and everybody's different. But but the 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 main thing is that once you do realize what could be going on, getting the help for it is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you know, it, there there are there, you know, like you said everyone's different, it's different scale for that and that's the problem is there's no silver bullet, you know. Mm-hmm. For, for me personally, I've ha- I've been able to find my own mechanisms to kind of work through my anxiety, things yeah. that help me. For me, the biggest one is controlling my controlling what I can control. Whenever I yes. feel those anxious feelings coming on, what I tend to do is like the biggest one is cleaning. Like <laughs> like as soon as I feel those anxious feelings, I know that I can go do the dishes or like vacuum the living room because it put it makes me feel like I have control of something. Cuz a lot yeah. a big part of anxiety is that that feeling of like you not having control of the situation or not knowing the outcome or not knowing what happens next or just like, Oh, like that's where a lot of my anxiety would come from. And so I've, I've, for me, like cleaning is a big one that helps. Um, or like I use, I use mint, uh, mint.com to balance my budget. Like I'll get anxious and I'll like, I'll vacuum the living room. I'll do the dishes and then I'll sit down and I'll balance my checkbook. And Mm -hmm. like, for whatever reason, little things like that that I I have control over help me like kind of put myself at ease with some of that stuff that that I worry about that I don't necessarily have control over. Like, oh, what do they think about me? What happens? It, you know, yeah. Like, I get nervous before every podcast. I usually take a shot because, like, <laughs> <laughs> like. I, get I that courage flowing. Yeah. <laughs> my living room is clean as fuck right now. I can tell you oh that before this podcast started, I was like, all right, let's get things in order. 
<laughs> now, I will mention too uh, something. If uh, for anyone listening, um, you know, it's, it's different for everyone, but one very, very common thing that you can do, even if uh, you're a little nervous about it, um, is just controlling your breathing, um, being aware of your breathing and controlling it um, very slowly in and very slowly out, and then thinking about like, oh, I'm going to think about my head to my toe, and you just kind of think, okay, I feel my head. I feel my nose. I feel my lips. You work your way up or down. And you just go all the way down. It's called scanning. And that, yeah. that is a very calming and controlling effect that's similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, it's something you have control over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's good advice. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. James, unless you have any other questions, I think we're going to hit a few of these quick fire ones. Nothing in particular. I was just going to say, I wish I didn't do this, but whenever I feel anxious to start playing video games, you know, single player <laughs> stuff, but it gets really bad because then by the time I'm calmed down, I'm like, oh, I'm actually enjoying this. And now it's been like six hours. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a paper due in two hours and all the anxiety comes back. <laughs> no, that's when the pressure is on. Now oh. I start working at it really hard. True. Yeah, you handle... Uh... You handle uh, procrastination much better than I do. I, I wish like, I didn't do it like that, though. I, I, that's part of my anxiety. Like, I have to get things done immediately, or I will just like it will it'll eat up my brain. Like, I if if there's something that I'm putting off, like I won't be able to do anything else until I get that done. Well, mm-hmm. like these cranes are stressing me out because I I've got a week left and I got to fold like 150. It takes me four hours for 50 cranes, so. That's a while, you know, and I've been putting it off because I got a gaming PC (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I started playing games on Steam and I was like, oh, these are so much fun. I don't want to do cranes. And um, then I got behind and now I'm I'm feeling the pressure of like, I got to get I got to get these all done. And it is a stressor that I'm experiencing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're so close. I believe in you. Thank you. Are you sure you don't want me to mail you this one? I will. Oh, I have a PO box. So. <laughs> oh, you do? I've thought about getting one, but they seem kind of expensive, and I don't think I have enough people that actually want to send me shit. Well, I don't think I have enough people to want to send me stuff, but I have a thing where you can actually, if you watch my stream enough, you can uh, redeem, you get points for watching the stream. You can redeem certain items and things like that. I'll do certain stuff on stream or off stream, um, one of which is uh, writing a letter. So, um, um, you know, I got I to gotta make a... Uh, friendship bracelets for some people uh, that's for like the big donators and i write a letter and you know so i that's what i use it for for the sending aspect yeah for like the return address as well yeah because i don't want to put my return address as my actual address makes mm-hmm. sense all right people so on the internet get really weird <laughs> yeah you never know who they are until like you kind of talk to them for a while one moment they're asking for feet in chat <laughs> the next moment they show up at your door it's yeah, dangerous. that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, I uh, that whole thing about Doctor Disrespect's uh, window getting shot out. Oh yeah, like yeah, multiple times. Yeah, well, the first time his house was shot at, and the second time they broke his window. Ugh, that scares me so much. Well, yeah, because it's like wife and kid and stuff. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's- and then that swatting thing that happened like a few months ago. Yeah, I'm, it's, the swatting yeah. has been around for since streaming has started, and it, it's 
Yeah, that's definitely why I am Jimmy Navio, <laughs> because the, that's not my real name, and I do everything I can to not give away too much. Yeah, I feel like I'm fairly open about my information and stuff, and uh, I, it kind of scares me. Like I, I don't know how protected I, I truly am, but I, I think I'm okay. I don't, I don't do. I'm, fa- I'm fairly. I think I'm fairly safe with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to keep try it. To be. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. You know, just it, keep it vague. Don't don't play out all the cards. Yeah, some people don't want to tell them anything though, like their their actual birthday or like you know real name and things like that. It's even mm-hmm. safer that way. But for me, I find like you know, just this is my name. Like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I my biggest thing that I do is I make sure that there I try and disassociate the link between my online name and my real name. So if you Google my real name, you will not find anything. You'll probably, you'll find a bunch of other stuff about other people. If you Google Jimmy Navio, you'll find everything about the online person that is me. But uh, I mostly that that's partially for employment reasons and partially for like doxing reasons and whatever. Like I, I, I essentially have two different <laughs> names. Uh, and yeah, I, I try, I try and keep that connection as separate as possible, but you know, everyone has their own level of discretion. A lot of, a lot of online personalities just put their full real name out there and they've never had a problem. I think it just, I don't know. His name is Robert Paulson. Yes, exactly. Um, so when you started streaming, what what would you say your biggest challenge was when you got started? Um, honestly, I didn't have the right equipment. I was using um, a really shitty webcam and a really sh- I was using my headset mic on my on my thing. That didn't prevent me from providing like a good experience for the the thing, but it certainly like made it to where someone coming in they like it wasn't aesthetically pleasing it wasn't like it wasn't a good time and so that really like i think deterred me from growing like super fast or anything like that yeah but um other than that just starting fresh like i didn't have any streamer friends other than captain kirk and who's he's fairly small as well and i i really started from nothing and i've met everybody now, now and i now i'm friends with like a lot of streamers it's so weird i hope to make a lot of more friends at twitchcon it, and i don't know it's just it's really fun you could meet like the it. whole down lewd gang i know i'm excited yeah there's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy i i have my bucket list of people that i would like to meet um mm-hmm. but i'm excited just to you know there's there's the dlc crew uh, meeting James. I mean, he's my co-host. We've done 18 podcasts together and we've oh, never, that's amazing. you know, we've never met in person. So that'll, that'll be pretty fun. That's always I was really just, cool. I was just a username in chat. Yeah. Ooh. For the longest time. And then how do you find his podcast anyway? Well, when, when he started, there was no podcast. The podcast is fairly recent. I, you know, I've been doing it once a week for 18 weeks, but I've been streaming for, uh like two and a half years so um he i think we met through a game called minion masters and we've kind of told this story before but i i learned more details recently because he he told me like yeah i I killed you he he like kicked my ass really bad and then he like found my stream and he's like oh this guy's kind of cool 
So he ended ended up sticking around. And then uh, I had, I had approached a few people about like projects that I wanted to start and stuff. And one day I just messaged James and I was like, Hey, like I want to do this podcast thing. Like, I had him and Mashif and Ninja Breadmon on uh, the 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 first podcast, and then I reached out to James and was like, "Hey, I really liked how that worked. You know, like you've got a good presence, a good voice. Like, what what would you think about like being my co-host on the podcast?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Like, <laughs> James is pretty easy going. He's just Ooh. using me for my voice. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a good voice. I feel like my voice is uh, like I, I I mince my words in it. It feels, um, you know what oh, I mean? See, like, I think the same thing. People always tell me like, oh, you have a very soothing voice. You have a very like good voice. But to me, it's like, it doesn't sound that great. Like I think you know, of good voice and I think of Morgan Freeman. Like I don't, especially since, wait, what were you going to say? I think what you're about to say is what I'm about to say. You, you, you hear yourself differently yeah, than other people. Exactly. So that's why like when you hear a video of yourself, you're like, wait, what? In his head, he sounds like, hi guys. <laughs> it never grew up but no because i i also hear my voice a lot because i do twitch i make youtube videos so i hear it a lot and it's like it doesn't sound i don't get what the hype is you've but got a nice like, like i don't know it. well okay so james let's clarify that's oh, not the only clarify. reason i invited you to be host. <laughs> I oh, also I admire your ability to finish what you start even though you know, we make jokes about you being a procrastinator. You're well into your your finance degree for accounting. Uh, you know, you were you were top tier GM and Minion Masters. Like, you've got a YouTube channel with you know a significant number of subscribers. Like, when you do something, you do it, and you're you. I I know that I knew that if I invited you to do the podcast and you agreed to do it, that it's something that you would take seriously and you would follow through on. So that was mm-hmm. a big part of it too. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate working with people who aren't flaky, who actually like do the shit that they say they're going to do. That's hard to find, honestly. Like it's really it hard. Is. It's fi- It's hard to find people who actually follow up. It's really frustrating when they don't. Yeah. And I saw that. Like I, I, I knew that if James agreed to do it, that he would actually do what he said. And so, you know, the, the, the handsome looks and the, the sexy voice were just like, those are bonuses. <laughs> Cherry on top. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Still don't see it. Especially since I grew up, I was a pretty short and stout chubby child. Were you? So when people compliment me, I'm like, is that a real compliment oh. or is it? And then I remember back to being tricked as a, a middle schooler by those awful middle school girls. And it's like, or is it a trick? No. Still second guess it to this day. Middle school freaking sucks. Uh, yeah. It was a mixed bag for me, for sure. Because middle school is also when I discovered computers. So I have mm-hmm. fond memories of middle school. Back on my, uh, back on my 56K modem. Mm-hmm. I would like ride my bike everywhere. That's one thing that I I wish I could tap back into is that, you know, I was out in nature like every day. And now like I haven't left my house in like, well, I left my house yesterday, but sometimes I won't leave it like three days. You know, I'll just be in the same house. You know, it makes me sad. You grab your phone and do some live stream and go go for a bike ride or for a walk through the woods. (laughs) Hey guys, and just like crash. (laughs) (laughs) Just get a little mountain. 
Just Thanks for the bits, guys. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, uh, what is your favorite cuss word? Mine? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's hard to say. Yeah, pick one. Like right, like just boom. If you if you have to, uh, I don't know, like fuck maybe, or like damn it, because then I can say it kind of funny. I could go, damn it. Go, <laughs> there you go. I go, damn, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah, because I don't <laughs> think you actually swear a lot on stream apart from fucking damn it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Sometimes I'll say shit. Like if I like fall or something, it's kind of like a like a reflex but i've been trying not just not to cuss as much because there's there's more words you can say like there's you can expand your vocabulary you know yeah be creative with it yeah i don't know and it it does deter some people because i'm a i am a i am a woman and some people really don't like to hear uh women cuss which is stupid it's fucking stupid but it's (laughs) you know (laughs) it's just the way it is sometimes Mm-hmm. Masheev disagrees. He says cuffing, cussing rules. <laughs> also, Cobra Knight said fudging poo poo. Oh. Oh. Let's see. Um, so, if tomorrow you could wake up and have like any other skill set and just be great at something uh, career wise, what do you think you would do? Um, artist. Artist, like if I could be like a crazy good artist, I I would like that. I I feel like I'm an okay artist, but I mean like I've always wanted to be a concept artist or an animator for like Pixar or Disney. That's always been kind of like a pipe dream. I don't think I, I think I've I don't know. I uh, I think I'm too old for it now. You know, like too you old. To, You're only twenty two. You have to be like in You're that stuff in high school because no. you have to. I don't know. It's don't limit seems- yourself. I don't know. I got my computer science degree when I was 30 years old. Well, mm-hmm. maybe it's not, but it's just, I don't know. That's, that is the skill is to be like an Omega low, like good artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you going to live it. to be like 90. You have another <laughs> 70 years. True. <laughs> yeah. Advances in medicine. 40, mm-hmm. 40 is the new 20. Don't you know? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Most people don't even find what they actually want to do until they're like 30. Yeah, I think I kind of hit a gold mine with the streaming thing cuz I I'm a waitress right now and I I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it. I love interacting with people and that's the one thing about my job I enjoy is helping other people make decisions and and seeing their faces when when they do buy into a good steak and they're like, "Oh, this is a fantastic anniversary or birthday or um, family reunion or something. It's like a, it's a really nice steakhouse. So people mm-hmm. go for like those kind of stuff. That's what I enjoy. I enjoy making their time memorable and fun. Right. But what about when you different. ask them if they would like the soup or salad and then the <laughs> dad responds with, what's the super salad? <laughs> what's the super salad? <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke so much. What's a super salad? Yeah. You know, my grandpa's favorite joke was uh, he when we would go to a restaurant, uh, he'd say, uh, he'd say, can I take your picture? And they'd be like, excuse me. And be like, I'm, thir- <laughs> I'm thirsty. Can I have some water? <laughs> like that was that was his uh, the waitress was always caught off guard because he's like, can I take your picture? Dude, I would be creeped out if uh, some old man said that to me. I'd be like, oh, this guy just he's creeping me out. 
Yeah. So that was, you know, dad jokes, grandpa jokes. Always. Got, I bet you get plenty of those working at a, a restaurant. Yeah. You get the, you have to deal with the, um, obviously I didn't like it. And their like plate is clean like every day. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like their plate is clean and they'll be like, oh yeah, I didn't like it. And then you look at them and then they laugh like it's funny. And you're like, <laughs> you're yeah, clever. I, I get the joke. <laughs> you you really did like it. Okay, I'll mm-hmm. tell this. It's like I work here. I get this a lot. You're very funny. Yeah. Um. What I don't like um at all is when people joke around with my tip. They're like, Ooh. they'll say something like, uh, "Oh, well, that's a uh, twenty cents off your tip." Ha ha ha! And you're like, mm-hmm. "That's my income. Please don't joke about that." <laughs> Yeah. yeah no, that, don't don't do that. <laughs> uh, most tip jokes are stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like just give me my money, please. Yeah. I make minimum wage. Otherwise, I make two dollars. Do, do they uh do they hide it under like do they ever hide your tip like a cash tip under a pile of dirty dishes or something like that? Um, you know, it's not a cafe or anything. It's a nice nice place where oh, we've got okay. like tables and stuff. So I haven't really experienced it like that. But I used to work at a diner and when when I did work at that diner, uh, I'd see the tips in some pretty interesting places like in their dirty like coffee cups and stuff and you're like, "What the f- what are you doing? You're just it's like kind of soggy at the ends. You're like, "Okay, like what is this?" Rude. But not everybody does that. I think Rude is what it is. Normal. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tropical. Uh, yeah. What are you not very good at? Um, what am I not very good at just in general? I'm mm-hmm. not good at like physical stuff at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're very like- weak. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But wait, you're a waitress though. <laughs> yeah. No, you had like, to carry I mean, those like, trays around and shit. I, I, I can, I can do that. Like, that's fine. But like sports, uh, running, um, jumping, I can't jump very high. Like I'm good at dancing, but that's about it. As seen on stream. As seen on stream. Yeah, you yes. have endurance. I, and I well, gotta say, jumping in reality, we don't jump. <laughs> Name one time you ever thought, "Huh, I wish I could really jump up this." Dude, I saw a video on Twitter the other day of this guy doing a running jump, and he jumped over a freaking car, like long ways. He like hurdled, like you know, he hurdled over it. I was like, but is it practical? True. I mean, it can be if you're running away from something. Jumping, jumping is overrated unless you're a criminal. Imagine <laughs> chasing after someone and actually <laughs> just fucking jumps over a car. Yeah, like if you have, if you have to actually hurdle obstacles, the only time I can think you'd have to do that is either you're fighting a war or you just stole some shit. Um, I'm also not very good at math. I. Got A's and B's in my math class, but I had to power through it. Very, it was very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. Yeah, I, the same here. I'm never. You would think someone with a computer science degree would be good at math, but uh, I only did the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And you think, think, as think the accountant, I'm good at math, <laughs> which I am. But there's, it's like, it's all super easy math. It's just plus and minus. Yeah. Well, even that confuses me. Some, like when someone donates bits to my stream, that's a uh, Twitch's like um, currency that you can give a streamer. Sure. They're not. They're not like you know actual money. But one hundred bits is uh, one dollar, pretty much. And so you have to convert this in your head. So someone donates twenty thousand bits, and you're like, oh, uh, is that two hundred dollars or is that like 
$20. Like I don't <laughs> like in my head, it's like takes me a second. And uh, sometimes I don't react like big enough. Sometimes mm-hmm. I overreact, you know, I know it's like, easy. Holy shit, 20 bits. Yeah. I'm like, wait, <laughs> like, Oh wait, you threw pennies at me. Kind of get used to it, but mm-hmm. still. So I have one more question. And then we're going to watch a couple clips. Okay. Room, desk, and car. Which one do you clean first? My desk. Because I have to draw on it a lot. And so if I don't have, like, if it's, it's, it's what I see. And if, if it's messy, like right now, it's pretty messy. I've got a bunch of stuff on it. And I, I got to clean it soon. But um this is where I primarily am. And if I'm not organized at my desk, then I'm not organized at anything. Mm-hmm. And then what? Um, then my room and then my car. Um, I don't ever drive my car because me and Tex, Tex is my boyfriend. So he just drives all the time and I don't ever drive. So I like my car, like I drive it like once a month. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, you should you should uh, clean Texas car every once in a while since he drives you around everywhere. You know that that would be nice. I think I should. Do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of nice and do for him. You know, like he does so many things for me, and I feel like I don't do anything for him. So I gotta I gotta figure out how to make him feel special. You know. Mm-hmm. Draw him a tasteful nude portraiture of him. I don't think he'd like that. Draw draw him like one of your French girls. Ooh. Just put it on his desk. He'd like walk in and be like, what? <laughs> it, it is an interesting question, though. It's funny because every time it comes up on Reddit, like uh, in the classic, a girl will, will post on Reddit. And she, this happened. It used to happen a lot more. But it, you'll see a thread and it'll say, my boyfriend's birthday is coming up. What, I, what should I do? Something special. And the top voted comment guaranteed almost a hundred percent of the time in one of those threads when a girl's like what should i do something nice it's his birthday you're like i want to surprise him number one top answer every single time staking a blowjob oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's not wrong i mean men are men are simple creatures yeah (laughs) i think all of us are to be honest but uh not the cat though. She's very complex. Complex. That's a good answer though. Mashif, I agree. All right. Well, hey, we have a couple of fun clips. I'm gonna switch over to my media view here. The first one was from a donation. Ooh. And uh it pretty much consists of uh one letter of the alphabet. Oh, this for oh. some reason this clip started a trend. And I, I don't know. know why. I always pick the top clip and then one that I like. But this one was the top clip, and it's pretty funny. It's silly, but I like it. So we're gonna play okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like how you dance to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not expecting that change you in go, cadence. You go really hard and then you just break. This is what you could expect over at her stream. Who <laughs> those low pitch ones? <laughs> Oh, 
That's classic. It goes on forever. I know. It's good. It's really good. And the other one, James, my trusty co-host, actually clipped this one from last night. Yeah, this was yesterday. You got a couple, uh, like mm. couple tequilas inside you, and had a little fun with some green paper. So just this, I had, yeah, I got yeah. This is I'll what you could expect play. over a tropical moisture stream. Oh my god! And if you're listening to this on uh, iTunes or whatever, you're gonna have to come watch this shit on YouTube because it, <laughs> it, the audio does not do it justice. Let's mm-hmm. let's enjoy. Oh yeah. If you're not uh if you're not clicking the follow button on Tropical Moisture after that, you're what are you doing with your life? What <laughs> even is that song? I've heard it on your stream so many times and it still doesn't make sense. It's by Kuro 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 Bonito. She's a um British Japanese artist and she incorporates her Japanese language and English language into one for like this kawaii cute kind of techno like fun music um so the the lyrics are how many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your your skin turn pink eat (laughs) much and you'll get sick shrimps are pretty rich and then it goes you know it doesn't make sense but the whole the whole vibe of the song is supposed to be like just be yourself so it's like uh it doesn't matter if you're pink or blue or yellow or whatever like it's okay just be who you are like that's the song like theme Mm-hmm. I thought when it wait, wait it shrimps are pretty rich. I could have sworn I thought it said shrimps are protein rich. Maybe I, <laughs> I thought it was pretty rich. Like uh, I don't yeah. know. It might be protein. Pretty sure it's pretty pretty rich. Got mm-hmm. it. I like it. That clip is gold. That clip, thank you. That clip should have many more views. I uh, <laughs> I don't know. Last night I, I just kind of sometimes with my stream. I get I get frustrated with the the, the usual, and I, I just think, oh, what do, what do I want to do, you know? And I was like, I, I got some green paper, and I was like, I'm gonna make you. a mask out of this and, ha- and and transpose like different stuff on my face for the green screen. I was like, wait, I've got a lot of green paper, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just did that. I don't know, yeah. it, it wasn't planned. I'll tell you that much. But that's that's sometimes that's the best shit though. Like when you just yeah. just wing it and do something crazy like that. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I th- I, I watched a few of those clips from last night and I got a kick out of them. So mm-hmm. we just want to have fun. Yeah, I if I'm not if if the streamer's not having fun, I, you can really tell on stream. Like that is true. People, you know. Yeah, you can tell. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I think we have gotten to know Tropical Moisture pretty well <laughs> after after those clips. Um, we are going to take a quick break. And oh wait, no, wait, wait. What? Before he the break, it. it is time for James' thing. All right, right. We only have one this week. For those who don't know, we have a segment called Jumbotron Jane James, where you what? can. Where you can submit messages or uh, or short quotes or advertisements, whatever you want, 
uh, you can submit them to the uh, podcast to my channel for James to read. Mm-hmm. So we had one submission this week from OS Spish. He uh, mm-hmm. he submitted a message for our friend James. So James is going to get nice and close to his microphone and read that message in a slow and sultry voice for each one of you. And keeping in theme with last week's submissions of making me say really stupid shit. This is OS Spish's message. Mr. Lister, the sister fister, Lister's sister, the fister resistor. Nailed it. And I know, I've seen Spish. He streamed a couple times. I know who he is. <laughs> he knows you and he's going to find you. Oh, I will. Feels bad when broadcasters from mature audiences. Don't feel bad. Just be older. Um. <laughs> Aylin is my little sister. Um, not IRL little sister, but my... Uh, Stream like, little sister. Stream little sister. We've uh, known each other since uh, for a few years. She's real sweet. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We're going to take a short break. When we come back from the break, it is time for some hot, hot, fresh beef. We're going to watch some Chiefs beef, and we're going to have ourselves a friendly little conversation about the beef. Tropical Moisture, I hope you have that link ready. I don't know if you downloaded it or if you got yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's right here. I got the MP4. All right. So we'll take a short break, and when we come back, Chiefs beef is coming up. Make sure you guys mute yourself, uh, go do what you got to do, hit the bucket, and we'll be back in a few minutes. So for those who don't know, here on the show, the first part of the show is dedicated to learning more about our guest. The second part of the show, our good friend Mashif, twitch.tv forward slash Mashif, he creates a little video for us to watch. We call it Sheaf's Beef. He's an angry old man who's angry about silly things. So he's going to give us two topics. And we're going to debate which one is the bigger beef. So if you guys have that video up ready to go, usually we watch it uh, all together. We have not watched this yet. We're watching it together for the first time. So I'll say one, two, three, go. And we'll all hit play and we'll all watch the beef at the same time. One, two, three, go. Welcome everybody to another episode of Chiefs Beef. Here we barbecue the beefiest of beefs to see which beef the Chiefs beef. We're down here, JTRHNB, our studio network complex headquarters, bringing you today's hot, spicy beef. Here's your man with the beef, Meshief! Welcome everyone to the ring, I'm your host, Meshief, bringing you today's hot and spicy beefs. What we do is we're going to put two beefs head-to-head, and I'm going to tell you at the very end which is the beefiest, but not before our guests, Tropical Moisture, Jimmy and James in the chat have their chance to put in their two cents, and at the very end, I tell you why Jimmy's wrong. Now let's get to the first beef. Decals. Sad decals are the worst. You're driving to work. It's late. You're, You're running behind, and you're stuck behind some asshole with an in loving memory sticker on there. And then all you're thinking about is, man, this guy's friend died. But the issue with the sad, sad decals is nobody in the history of the world out of 7 billion people has ever said, the way I want to be remembered, the way I want people to know me, I want a sticker on the back of your 96 Trizel. Yeah, the one convert in Bondo and her <laughs> shit, that's the one. That's the way I want to be remembered. Nobody, nobody wants to have a sticker made and put on their fucking car and that's the way they want to be remembered. And the amount of work that goes into getting this sticker on here is 
fucking mind-blowing to me. Because they had to go down to the mall, wait in line at the kiosk, tell the guy what they wanted, pay the 20 bucks, have it made, go home, clean up that little section, and then angle it just right. So, so my friend, he'll always be remembered on this 96 Tricell with Bondo and bird shit covering it. That's the way he wanted to go. That's the way he wants to be remembered. Now, and you know what? If I ever find anyone out there in chat or Twitchland or wherever, if you're out there driving around when I die with an in love memory, Mashif Dundilly died on this date, we're going to have an issue. I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm going to become one. I'm going to come haunt your ass, and you're never going to sleep again until you take that fucking sticker off your car. Okay? That's why, sad decals, you're the fucking beef. Self checkout. Uh oh. Now I know what you're thinking. Mashif, how could self checkout be bad? You hate the check stand charity that you got to go through, and this is your avenue to get away from that. It is, except for not really. Because what happens? The machines don't fucking work. In the worst case scenario, you're stuck behind some asshole that rolls up a whole cart full of shit, and he's taking forever, scanning in 40, 50 things. Boop, boop, boop. And all you got is the one thing. That's how you use self-checkout, by the way. One item. Maybe two, maybe three if you're getting kind of crazy with it. But not a whole cart. Don't do that to everyone around you, okay? And what happens when you're waiting behind the guy? Or you you finally get your chance to go up. Boop. Unexpected item in bagging area. <laughs> yep. Or the item that you're purchasing isn't heavy enough to be detected. And the fucking machine doesn't work. So what do you got to do? You got to go, hey, man, hey, can you come here? I need some help with this fucking thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. You having trouble with the uh, self-checkout <laughs> there? Yeah, it's broken. Oh, yeah, these things never work. Hold on. Let me go get my manager. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> nice. But that's the scene that happens every single time. You got to call someone over. There's one person for four to six machines, and they're just bouncing all day. Bing, 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 bing. Trying to help people use the machines. When what they should have is just another check stand open. Okay? Just another check stand. Because that person's going boom, 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 boom. And they got you in, and they got you out. And that's the way I want to go to the store and get handled, okay? And he wants to I know get you're handled. Thinking, well, at the very least, yeah, quick and at easy. the very least, you don't get hit up for cash for a donation. Yes, you do. It's built into the POS. So what happens is you go to check out and you go to put in your card. They still fucking ask you for a donation. It's just the only thing is there's not some audible thing saying that you didn't donate or that you did donate. And that, that's the only saving grace because you can just hit that no button as fast as you can and jam out of there. That's why this week's second beef is self-checkout. Chat, Tropical Moisture, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this week's beef. Which of the two is the beefiest? All right, I paused it at 428. All right, Trump, you pause it. Do not continue watching. Okay. Let me fix the volume real quick. Mashif. POS is point of sales, not piece of shit. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, we have a POS at work. It's kind of both, though, right? Yeah, oh, it is. <laughs> All right, so uh, Tropical Moisture, why don't you uh, chime in first on this? What do you think? Out mm-hmm. of the- I don't mind self-checkouts. Like, I don't, I don't even care if some asshole's in front of me with like a bunch of stuff because I know that in a second like usually they have like three or four so like in a second one of those will be up i like it because i don't have to i don't know sometimes i don't like talking to the cashier sometimes it gives me anxiety i like interacting with people but sometimes like i'll be honest like i'll go to walmart or whatever and i'll say so how's your day to the cashier and the cashier will tell 
oh, it's really, really bad, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yes, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, you're just like, sir, I'm just trying to go through the motions. I didn't actually care. Like, I actually do care about their day. And to hear that it was bad, like, makes bums me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I per- I don't think, I think the In Loving Memory stickers, um, I get I, I get it if it was like, um, they were a part of like a biker gang or something. I understand <laughs> if it was like That's a, a stereotype. <laughs> what i'm just playing <laughs> oh no but like because like that's their culture it's like i oh, know yeah, just fucking that, like car or whatever but like we for, ride like, or die on the road yeah like but in general like i don't like i get it for like police officers and stuff like that as well but it's it still bums me out and it i don't really think it pays respect i think it's just kind of weird yeah it is so it is Kato weird. died you wouldn't go out and put a in loving memory of Kato on the back of your car <laughs> no, no one would know who Kato is like what's the point right yeah i think that's part of the reason i'm like those things always throw me off is like like 99.9 percent of the people that see that st- sticker or emblem have no idea who it is and so it's yeah like, mm-hmm. what about you james I've seen them because I would sit in LA traffic sometimes. And then it's it's like I'm just scanning other vehicles hoping traffic goes by. And I'm like, oh look, someone died that they're commemorating <laughs> on that car. And I'm like, why? Because I don't care for this person. I don't even know this person. And I don't think you care that much either since you only thought about putting them on the back of your car. And that's how you're going to remember them. But self-checkout, I, I enjoy self-checkout because when I go into a store, I usually have like 15 items, like carton of carton of eggs, carton of milk, just like a quart. I don't use a whole lot. Dozen eggs, like eight packs of Totino's pizza rolls, but that's a whole other issue. <laughs> and then I go in, I'm just like, beep, beep, I'm done. I'm in and out. But the thing I do really dislike is when they have an attendant there watching. It's like I'm doing this so I don't get watched because the local shop I go to, they don't have self-checkout. It's all people. So when I walk up to them, they're just like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm like, oh, I'm good. How are you? They say good. They're like, are you a member? I'm like, no. We go through this every week. Not going to sign up. I pay for my stuff. I walk out. And the self-checkout is just I go in, I get the stuff I want, and I'm out like five minutes. I buy the same stuff every week. So for you, the bigger beef for both of you so far is the the decals, the the sad decals. Well, what mm-hmm. about you? God damn it, Mister Navio! <laughs> Why am I always the odd man out? So here's the thing for me personally: sad de- Navino, yeah. That Bishop girl throwback uh, to uh, the Uncle Show. Uncle Joe show. He calls me Jimmy Novino. Um, I don't care about sad decals. If it, if it makes them feel better about their loss, it, I, I usually, when I, when I approach the Chiefs beef, I think which one affects me more. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I guess so. But and for me personally, like as annoying as the, the rip, my cousin who got shot in a drive-by, like I, like whatever, I don't give a shit. Like if that helps you deal with your loss, putting a sticker on there makes you feel good about yourself and remind you of your cousin. Fine, great, dandy. It like I, it's as annoying as it is to see them and be like, I don't know who that is. Why does it matter to me? It's it's. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't affect my personal life that much other than yeah, maybe if I'm in like on the 405 in like an hour like traffic jam and I have to read about someone's little sister who got toe cancer, like maybe. But otherwise, the one that affects me more and there's a specific reason why it affects me more. Many of you know that uh, I am an alcohol enthusiast. I don't have a problem. I just enjoy it. <laughs> Guess what you can't buy at self-checkout? Would it happen to be alcohol? You cannot buy booze at self-checkout, at least not in California. In, in Alabama, you can. See? Lo- they have to, they have to uh, come over and check your ID, but you can. Nope. Mm-hmm. At, at, at least in my town, there's nowhere where you can go to a self-checkout and like buy a... 12 pack of blue moon or some shit. And like, that's the one useful thing that, cause there's a lot of times where I'll go down to food max just to buy a case of beer or like a bottle of whiskey or something. And I can't, I have to get in line behind the lady with like 50 things in her cart. I can't go to self checkout specifically because they do not allow you to check alcohol at the self checkout. So for me personally, the self-checkout might be the bigger beef. Also, I think you said I don't like talking to cashiers. I have I have a lot of fun memories specifically from talking to cashiers. I think that mm-hmm. might be the difference between like the whole introvert extrovert thing. I, no, love, I love talking to cashiers, but sometimes sometimes there's the the risk that they always like <laughs> that they you, hate their life, and you're like I I don't know what to do. But that's like that's the thing. But I do like talking to them. But mm-hmm. but for me, that's just a that's a challenge. That's an opportunity to make their day better. Oh no, uh, I hate that. I have to rehearse <laughs> day as I walk up. The entire time I'm waiting, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put the, I'm gonna take the stuff out of the cart, set it on the little con- little conveyor conveyor belt he's gonna ask me how my day's going i'm gonna say good i'm gonna ask him how's his day he's gonna hit me with that are you a member i'm gonna tell him no like every week and then he's like paper plastic i'm gonna say plastic i'm gonna pay and then i leave but then sometimes they try to like be like oh so how's the weather i'm like fuck i didn't prepare for this situation (laughs) like is the weather crap i like the rain well what if he doesn't self-checkout's great though if you like if you're buying like a embarrassing item like like you know girly time supplies or whatever like you don't have to deal with like the embarrassment of or like for a guy i guess like condoms or something like <laughs> that's you know, not embarrassing that that's life a, it's the guy that keeps buying 10 packs of Tatina's pizza rolls every week <laughs> i'm with bishop girl in chat she says i'm i slam those tampons on the counter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm a little bit more like embarrassed as a man who's been married twice and almost three times, you guys like to remind me of that on a regular basis. Thank you, assholes. Uh, <laughs> I have zero shame at this point in my life. I've bought all the things. I've bought the creams, the the condoms, the tampons, the whatever it is. I, it doesn't matter. 
I, th- I, I, I agree with Bishop. We'll just sit it down with pride and be like, yeah, I'm a human being. Fuck you. <laughs> True. But uh, I don't know. For me personally, I to share one anecdote. Uh, recently, a few months ago, I uh, I was going through the checkout, and uh, I, I forget what I was buying. It was just a few things, and yeah, I avoided the self checkout probably because I was buying booze, a, like a bottle of wine or some liquor or something. And uh, <laughs> the lady at the register asked for my ID, and I handed it to her, and uh, she said. Uh, she said, boy, there's no way that you're 34 years old. <laughs> she said, you don't look a day over 26. And uh, and I said, no, yeah, I'm, I'm 34. And she's like, shoot. And she's like, she started asking me, what's your secret? And I said, I put lotion on my face every day. And uh, we just ended up having this like five-minute conversation. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And it was an awesome moment. I don't know. I still remember that to this day. This me and her just having this bonding experience over like she asked me what lotion it was, and I was you oh know, my like, god. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, I was telling her it's the the uh, SPF fifteen like age defying whatever shits. I don't know. Like lotion is the face Wrinkle lotion is there. dude. Face lotion is the one thing that I spend good money on. Mm-hmm. I uh I no joke twice a day I put lotion on my face cuz I I live in I live in the Central Valley of California. Uh it's dry as fuck. Anyway, I have many fond memories having conversation with cashiers and uh my I don't know. I think I think it's one of those customer service things. It's part of the experience. There's no, a re- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say there's a reason I prefer shopping at Vons versus Food Max because like they still care about customer service. You might spend like 30 cents more for your pack of to- Totinos, but like too much, but they're going to, they're going to check you out. They're going to give you a smile. They're going to like offer to walk you to your car. Like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's something to be said for a good customer service experience. And so I think for me personally, the one that affects me more, I would have to go with uh, self-checkout. I, I, I think, first of all, let me buy my booze. Second of all, it takes away the human uh, element of it, which I actually really enjoy the human element. I love shopping. I love interacting with people. So I think self-checkout kind of r- taints that experience for me a little bit. So... I'm sticking with self-checkout, and you two are going with uh, sad decals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm at 428. Um, I'm going to turn the volume back up so the audience can hear it here. Let's see. All right. And on go. One, two, three, go. Well, did you get it? Let's find out. Tropical Moisture, Jimmy, James, chat. I want to thank you all for putting in your input to figure out which of this week's beefs is the beefiest. Now, the final beef is... Self-check out the biggest beef because it is a broken promise. It's a great idea, but it doesn't work. The failed execution. Half the time, the things are empty because the people that... I finally got one, bitches. Do you normally not get them? Fuck those self-checkout machines. He does. They don't work. Then you see some, very poor, often. Some, some poor bastard that hasn't figured out that these machines are garbage yet. 
And what do they do? They go over there and they start doing the ding, ding, ding. So bad for those people. They will eventually get that it doesn't work. Everyone knows this shit's over. So that's why. Self-checkout. You're the biggest beef of the week. See you next time. All right. I win. We lost. Yeah, we lost. At least we went down together, James. I uh-huh. win. I kind of. How I many weeks have I been? <laughs> what are you gonna say, James? I was thinking as my chief, like which one does he hate more? And I was like, it's probably the self checkout. But I was like, I can't. The I wasn't bother me more. I wasn't. If wait, was the point to see what he thought was the beefiest or what I thought was the beefiest? Well, so the point is, uh, it's kind of both. So it's completely subjective, but. There, according to Mashif, there is a right answer, mm-hmm. but uh, but I still See, like I think decals. But I knew that he thought so because the way he talked about self checkout, he was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lest us we forget the bean juice. The bean juice, yes. Hashtag bean juice, never forget. I'm still I'm still working on a T-shirt for bean juice. By the way, where that's gonna happen. He got really mad about bean juice. Mashif Mashif finds ways to get he's he's creatively angry. He gets mad about the silliest things and it's really fun. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to me. I am the one and only winner this week. I am proud of myself. Please, please hold your applause till the end. <laughs> I'll sign I'll I'll sign pictures. Five dollar five dollars uh um a selfie. Ninja Breadmon, Bella Bandit, thank you for being here. We have reached the final part of the evening. Tropical, tropical Moisture and James28. They uh, introduced me to a streamer. Oh. Uh, she was very excited to tell me about him. <gasps> Finally, someone sub Nightbot. Woo! Good Tofu Friday. Thank you for that. Um, no, but uh, there is a streamer. He uses a lot of crazy green screen overlay shit. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... I the master I, of his craft. I really haven't had much of a chance to check him out, but I want you guys to tell the people what they're missing out on because I, I I really want... I We're going to have to dive into this. All we're, right. Mm-hmm. Who, who? Who? Anyone? First? No, oh, yeah. Tropical as the person that was interviewed on his show. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about. All right. So I, I I met this guy. Uh, I didn't meet him, but I found his stream three months ago. Right. I kind of lurked for a while. He had around like 40 viewers at the time. Well, I checked back in very recently. Uh, I gave him a host. It was like, you know, 15 or 20 people or something like Leo, right. So he, he was really excited about it, you know, and he goes, I'll have to interview you next time you come in. So I came in about a week and a half ago, I, I guess. I don't know, like a couple Sundays mm-hmm. ago. And uh, he interviewed me and uh, the way he does the interviews is he calls you on Discord and he has a really cool overlay for it. But uh, his stream, he, he dances and he um, I, I just want to put this out there before you see any of the clips, before you see anything. People accuse him of editing it, like post-op, but the thing is, it's live streaming. He's doing this all live. Nothing mm-hmm. is 
planned. Nothing is whatever. He has these magnetic straps that he's made himself for his arm. He has these keypads and he like programs all these hotkeys on his arm to do different scenes and different effects. And he dances to song requests from the chat. So he's really, <laughs> I don't, he's got a lot of energy. He Would does you- it for like hours at a time. And what is his name? The Sushi Dragon. The Sushi Dragon. We were, yeah, we've yeah. been we've been talking about this leading up to the stream. I had no idea who he was. James and Tropical Moisture was like, oh yeah, this guy's insane. He's he's insane. He's gonna be like one of the biggest streamers on Twitch. Just just watch. He's a he's pioneer gonna, he's, of his craft. Yeah, he's he's crazy. All right, crazy, I'm gonna switch crazy. over to the media view and I'm gonna uh, play this clip. There's two clips. I want to play this one first, just All so right. people can understand. The caliber of yeah, uh, <laughs> it's this, insane. This is the sushi dragon. God dang it, Bobby! This clip has a copyright. All right, so this this is the other one featuring uh, our guest. <laughs> oh, uh, nice dab there, you got. <laughs> well, um, um, hey Bob. Yeah, Bob. Yeah. Have you ever seen something called a crab dab? I have never. Can I You've see never that? You've seen a yes. crab dab? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, damn, I came out of nowhere. Go ahead. <laughs> Even he's like, wait a minute, this is weird. Yeah, that's the greatest, because I caught him off guard. You caught him off guard at the crab dab. It's so good. I'm sorry, why did you do that? Uh, are you okay with this being on live television? <laughs> yeah, I do this shit all the time on stream. Uh, okay, well, damn, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> Guys, uh, please check out... Quality content. Quality content. Uh, please check out her stream. It's Tropical Moisture. Can we do... Oh, uh, a nice dab there, you got. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's insane. So uh, recently, uh, like a couple of days ago... He got hosted uh, by Kit Boga, the IRL streamer that does scams. Yeah. He calls uh, Indian scammers and Indian uh, scammer companies and tries his best to to, uh, basically uh, keep the ruse going as long as he can just just to keep the... Oh, yeah. I love Kit Boga. Yeah. He's awesome. Keep him uh, off the streets and on on his thing. Waste their time. So mm-hmm. he hosted him for like 3K or something. And he held on. He, he was already uh, streaming for like six hours at the time. And he streamed for another five hours after that. He streamed 13 hours with just as much intensity as you saw in the previous clip. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And I don't know how he does that. Mm-hmm. His computer crashed as well. And then <laughs> Three he, times? And then he ended it only after he stepped on something sharp and his foot started bleeding. <laughs> Oh, That's what it took to stop this man. The mad lad. Keep an eye on that guy. Up and comer. He's just mm-hmm. as crazy off of stream, too. We've been talking off stream. We've been kind of uh we're kind of semi friends, I guess now. I don't know. I don't wanna I don't want to say we're friends when we're not, you know. Right. But he's he's just, just buds. Just know? as intense, you know. It's it's great. I love it. No, that was, that was, I, the way that you just like, out of nowhere, we're just like, boom, with the crab hands. That was yeah. fantastic. 
his timing on everything was was um yeah he hit it with the transfer to like the audience laughter and stuff like he was on like the zoom in was like perfect too that's Mm -hmm. awesome pro so uh before we move on to other things did y'all get the uh did y'all get the presidential uh alert on your phone today well i think everyone did i didn't and i was severely disappointed (laughs) How Wait, did you, you not me? get it? I didn't get it. You're like I was one of the on only people that didn't. I know. That's why I was disappointed. I saw the memes everywhere popping up, like Donald Trump adding everyone. And it's like, you're about to send a message to 50 million people. Are you sure? You're <laughs> I didn't get it. Why so did you not get it? I don't know. As soon as it happened, people put in Discord like, hey, did you get it? I like checked my phone. I checked all my notifications. It wasn't there. It's crazy. Yeah, I was joking with everyone in the Discord about it. I was like, "Oh, did did the president just at everyone?" I saw this thread on Reddit. It was pretty funny. This guy said, "I bet one dollar that within thirty days Trump abuses the new emergency message system with trite nonsense." <laughs> and he actually had people take him up on his bet. He's like, "Oh shit, I was just joking." <laughs> <laughs> And but he actually did follow through, and he made the bet with like two or three people in chat. So yeah, the United States could be under a nuclear attack. I'll never know. I'll yeah, never get the message. You just didn't. Your phone just straight didn't work. I want to bet this guy. I think he already said that he's done though. I think I saw somewhere that it was it was like tried to be implemented earlier like they came up with the concept in like 2006 and it like took this long to get it mm-hmm. right to yeah get it working it says right here this guy said who the fuck decided that giving trump the ability to reply was a good idea and their reply to that says obama did actually and quite reasonably since emergency television broadcasts reach a lower percentage of the population today so like apparently it was something it was an idea that began during the obama administration and it just didn't get implemented until now because hmm. i know uh even people which is why i was more severely disappointed even people with voice over ip phones they got messaged as well yeah so rafa bong really said he got one so like anything with like a callable phone number had to be integrated into that which apparently still didn't fucking work because I didn't get it. What about if you like had Skype, like, and you paid for Skype as a service? Like, don't they have like phone number for Skype? Yeah, if you pay for it, you do get a phone number. That's a good question. So, Anyone out mm-hmm. there with Skype get a get a Trump warning today? <laughs> Gonna wake up one day, go to class, and be like, "Hey, where is everyone?" And then oh, I'll no. never know that everyone got evacuated. Oh, James, you'll find out. Don't worry. I'll text you, James. Don't worry. You dead, son. <laughs> Every man for himself. When we were talking about that last week, if the zombie apocalypse happens, he's going to throw kids at the zombies as bait. You're just, you're, it's nobody's, nobody's safe. What was that other? Uh, I'm trying to find that one that you posted, James. About uh, describe it. Hold on, I'm almost there. Oh, you posted that link about uh, the 911 call. Oh, the uh, Paradise PD. Yeah, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about social marketing or like guerrilla marketing. Mm-hmm. So James posted this, and I was like, "Wait, that's not real, is it?" 
And it's a, uh, here, let me switch over to the media view. And how much trouble you could get. It's a 911 call <laughs> about a guy asking uh, about meth. So anyway, I'll just play it. And then we'll, I want to talk about it because it, it, it is an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. One, what's your emergency? Hey, man, yeah, I, I'm cooking something here. I was wondering how much trouble you could get in for uh, meth. And you've called the police to ask how legal oh, meth man. is? Well, yeah, I figured if anyone would know, it'd be you guys. Is this Darnell Bickham's of Cherrywood Road? No, uh, Darnell's not here right now. Can I take <laughs> a message? Uh, the police are on their way, Darnell. Ah, oh, shit, nuts. I mean, yeah, that's fine, because nothing's wrong here sending me just cooking some meth. Ah, oh, double nuts, I said it again. See you soon, Darnell. All right, it was great talking to you. Good talking to you, too. All right, see y'all in a little bit. <laughs> I love the ah oh, shit nuts. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's fine because nothing going wrong around here. Just making some, just cooking some meth. Oh, nuts! I need it again. <laughs> so uh, it was a really funny clip. And at first, I was like, "Wait, dude, there's no way this is real." And uh, James said, is he, it? "It's not." And James did some digging and some research. And uh, what did you discover, James? Uh, so in my research, which consisted of Googling Paradise PD, that's all I did because I was like, oh, that's the only like thing here. If you Google Paradise PD, the show on Netflix, Paradise PD, just released the other day. And it coincided with when I saw the Reddit post of that same clip. Oh. It's guerrilla marketing. Mm-hmm. And it's or really creative marketing. Mm-hmm. I it's mean, like, how, how do we reach these kids? That's how. Make I mean, it's it's like video. trying to get something viral, you know. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying when I talked to James about it, I don't mind this type of marketing as long as it's like creative and it provides some type of like it, there was comedic value there. Whether it's fake or not, it was still funny. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like it wasn't intrusive. It didn't try and like sell me anything. It was just a funny clip that was virally like indirectly linked to this show. Like I, I appreciate that. I'd much rather that than fucking sitting through forced like 40 second YouTube ads before I can watch the video I want to watch, even though I have ad blocks, so I don't watch any of them. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like this type of marketing I appreciate as long as it's, original and creative and funny and adds value mm-hmm. and then breadmon in the chat notes but our kids smart enough to google it but that's not the point the point isn't to delve into research it's so people see this they're like oh that's hilarious i can't believe that actually occurred so they spread it around so now the number of people that do google it and find out about this show see it so then when someone else says oh yeah like did you see like the the post that was being spread around about the, the guy making meth, they called the police. The people that did Google it will now go, oh, yeah, but that was fake. It's actually from a TV show. And it's a way of making everyone else do all the advertising from something else. I mean, it's a good good idea. I mean, like, do you, do you feel like it's, like, wrong? I don't know. It's, it's super smart. It's if, not- it, if it's pulled off correctly, it's, like, the most, like... I look forward to that show because that means that they would 
they they're smart enough to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. The show is shitty. And yeah, that is was it? Awful. How dare you? I don't think so. I saw a short clip of it. I haven't seen that it. That was on YouTube. So I might watch it, but I don't have the time this week. I just binged watch all of BoJack Horseman. So I my time yeah i was gonna ask you so you guys you guys seem to have something to say about bojack horseman and i'm curious i've never watched the show but i i yeah no like i i've always see it on netflix and people say it's good but like james i I might have to watch it now because james spoke very very highly of it what what were you what were you telling me james i have a love-hate relationship Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah. Because it's really good at portraying the problems in a realistic setting. But I don't like that it makes me look inward onto myself and being like, would I, am I like this? Do I practice the same self-destructive tendencies, but I pretend that I don't have these problems? I do. How dare you? Don't, don't make me understand this. I want to be entertained. But then it does it so well that like you continue to watch and I'm like, damn it. Stop making me seem like a bad person to myself. It's an interesting idea. I've never seen the show, but what I do know about it is that like, it does deal with some real shit, but it mm-hmm. does it in a way like when, when you, when the main character is a horse and all the characters are like, so like it's, it's really easy to, because if, if it were a real show with real people, they wouldn't be able to get away with a lot of stuff that they get It'd away with. It'd be too with. depressing. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's because like, I don't it's like watch this a show about a cynical asshole that hates himself but doesn't get help. But because there's the animation and the animal aspect to it, they can kind of get away with a lot of that shit. It's really, it's a really interesting approach to that the whole thing. I don't know. I think it's mm-hmm. great, and um, I mean. Especially with the mental health stuff, this season was a really great season for the possibility of redemption for Bojack, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. He was told that he needed to get therapy and that he actually started to um, think about that for himself. And a lot of the characters, like, they're still in a bad spot, but they're looking inwards and and they're deciding, you know, they're growing as people. They're growing as characters. And that's something I really appreciate about the show. It's uh, a very fleshed out characters. very relatable, very uh, like you know Too every relatable. every character would respond to something differently, and no no two characters are quite the same, mm-hmm. which is really really cool for a little cartoon show. Like that doesn't happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And then they juxtapose it very well. For example, the latest season, there was whole parts just centered around Todd, one of the side characters, yeah. and, like, random antics and getting like put into these weird situations. For example, he built a sex robot to please his ex-girlfriend because he was like, I'm asexual. So if I build you a sex robot you can have sex with, we can go out and you'll be satisfied in the relationship. But then that doesn't work out because she's like, that's really weird. Why would you do that? (laughs) Sex robot later becomes CEO of a company. (laughs) And he's like, guys, what the fuck? It's a robot (laughs) that I built. He shouldn't be the CEO. That's awesome. So it contrasts like the really dark like storytelling and like understanding what's going on with like these really lighthearted moments. And then they touch on a lot of current events too, which is really good, but just like all around the show is really good. 
I like it. I will mention the first season was just very hard for me to watch. It it was so boring and you just hated mm-hmm. Bojack so much. And it was it was needed looking back to kind of see like who he was as a person. But mm-hmm. it just if it, it was really hard that first season to to just watch it through. Like it's needed, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. So you gotta endure the first season. Yeah, yeah then it gets a lot like better. It's kind of like when all your friends are telling you how great Black Mirror is, and then you watch the pig episode, and you're like, what the fuck? I haven't even want- seen that yet. Dude, that's that's how I feel about Arrested Development. I feel like mm-hmm. like I, I love that show, and it's one of my favorite shows. Um, but part of the charm of the show is knowing the characters and a lot of the inside jokes and all that stuff. So like the first season is just barely setting the groundwork for like the rest of the shenanigans. So it's hard to convince people. I think that's why that show didn't do so well because like what you have to get over that initial hurdle. Mm -hmm. So maybe that I, 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 maybe I need to do that with Bojack Horseman. I just need to get over that initial hurdle. Cause I've been told multiple times that it's a good show. And every time I try and start watching it, I'm like, nah, there's something else I'd rather watch. So like, I, I gotta just, I gotta, I gotta stick to it a little more and get, get to that point where I can dive deep. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it gets you a lot because some of the characters you feel like are people you might have known like throughout your life or yourself. Yeah. Or yourself, which I don't, I mean, I relate, I relate to multiple characters on the show for different reasons. That's really kind of sad. Like James was saying earlier, because you know, so the characters are kind of shitty, (laughs) you know, especially like, in the in the latest season, he he wants this redemption, but it's does he really want to get help, or is this more of his self destructive behavior that now I should be punished for all the shitty stuff that I've did? Well, I, I think in the end, I think it truly is for himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, for for the end of the season, I think he finally is. But you know, there's always the possibility of of relapsing, and that's a mm-hmm. very real real problem. So, and they present it in a very digestible format. Like as you said, it's the animal characters it makes it work. Yeah, I mean that's the same reason that South Park gets away with so much bullshit, right? Like if, if <laughs> yeah, if that show was all adults, people would be like, "Oh, this is unacceptable." But like the fact that it's like fifth graders like going through all this crazy shit, and they're just like these round, puffy characters cussing and doing all this craziness, like. They can get away with a lot of stuff that, like, you probably wouldn't get away with if it was live action, you know? Well, to be fair, there's been a lot of clashing with that show. A lot of people. But they still get away with it. Like, 90% of the time, they still get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's because they make fun of everyone, so no one can feel, like, attacked. You know? It's like, well, why do you feel... You know, when this way, when we we've done it to every single other person. Yeah, that's why. In fact, that's why. Uh, fun fact: that's why Isaac Hayes left the show. Uh, Which he, is that chef? Chef, yeah, yeah. Because of the whole Scientology thing. Yeah, he, and they're like, wait a minute, we've made, we've given, we've given the Mormon shit, we've given the Catholic <laughs> shit, we've given everyone shit, and the second we mess with Scientology, Isaac Hayes is like, no, I'm out. 
And so they had to write Chef off the show. He got he got torn apart by a bear and a lion in a cave. <laughs> That's how they wrote him off and, the show. They're like, fuck you. And it's funnier, too, when the way they messed with Scientology was they just presented it as it was. Yeah, with the, and there wasn't like, Tom Cruise on that episode. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? This is actually Scientology? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that was fun. But I, but again, I think they get away with a lot of stuff because it's animated, because it's kids. Like you know, it's it's different when a kid says some fucked up shit versus like an actual live action person. So like mm-hmm. a- animation affords you some some gray area, I think. Which I I I I'm all for it. I think it's good. I th- if if that's what it takes to push the to push the envelope and to open dialogues and to create those narratives then you know that's just those are the tools that they will use Mm -hmm. but uh elon musk had to step down oh yeah did you hear about that had to leave his position in tesla well he's still ceo he had to step down as chairman Mm -hmm. which whatever the fuck that means i i so why why did Chairman he step of the down? Board. I'm a little ignorant on this particular. So subject. he tried to take the company private mm-hmm. and he did it in a very like he basically tweeted and said, "Hey, I'm taking the company private and I've already talked to the other investors and they're on board." Like he just mm-hmm. he just kind of just decided that's what he was going to do. And he thought it would be funny if it was $420 a share <laughs> like mm-hmm. as a joke cuz he's fucking Elon Musk. Yeah. And uh and yeah the uh the SEC and a lot of people were not uh too keen on that idea. Sure. So they they were like, "No, you can't you can't do that, bro." Um so yeah, they they slapped him with some fines and some some there was some backlash. Mm-hmm. And he is no longer uh chairman of Tesla. Yeah, cuz when you're dealing with that much money, there's a lot of stuff you can and cannot say about what you're going to do with your company. Yeah, he never actually so he tweeted that he had already discussed this with like all the other uh shareholders, but when the SEC investigated, they're like you didn't talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like you said there were these Saudi investors that were fronting the money and you don't have any. The fines were nothing for him, true. But I think it's more just the the message that it sends. Dude, I I just I don't care what happens. I just want to go to Mars. Can I just go to Mars before I die? Mars. I want to go to Mars. So leave Elon alone. Like Kanye said. Did you guys see that? Did you see that video where Kanye jumped up on a table and he said leave Elon Musk alone? It was this is very this is very recent news. It was oh, that, I was just- the mo- the most recent one to me was when Kanye tweeted, "We should, well, we should amend the Thirteenth Amendment." <laughs> <laughs> no, this just happened. It was at a college. Uh, apparently, it was like some college in Chicago. You can Google it real quick if you want. But uh, uh, Kanye West, somebody asked him a question about Elon Musk or something. He jumps up on a table, like in the cafeteria, and he starts defending. He's like, "You leave that man alone!" It just like. What? Goes off and just like, you know, as Kanye does, the guy, 
guy has a few screws loose, I think, you know. He's got some we we talked about mental health issues earlier in the evening. But uh oh, yeah. Kanye is not stable. And yeah, uh, no, he's not and he's had some problems and I think that um sometimes having a platform when you are mentally unstable can actually be a detriment for you because you you know, you're not you're not thinking clearly or you're in this weird state or whatever and then people hate on you or comment on your stuff and it's like you can't really reflect on yourself you can't really do anything mm-hmm. but spiral yeah and yeah. who are you gonna go to for help like you're kanye people are just gonna like tell you what you want a therapist a professional he's not gonna pay for a therapist See, he has enough buddy he could go to a therapist so hey, did bojack trophy <laughs> so did bojack but he's surrounded by yes men, though. That's the problem is you get, like, your posse or whatever. Yeah, I, that's one thing. I, I I, mean, not to interject myself mm-hmm. in the conversation, but with streaming and stuff, I, I do not want yes men as my mods or yes men as my community because it's like I, I want that, that uh, what would you call that, um, commentary back and forth uh, feedback. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. if everything you do is great, then what are you going to, you know, who who are you going to be? Right. No. Yeah. I think, I think it's important to have honest people. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, someone it, to keep you grounded. Absolutely. Who would that be for Elon and who would that be for Kanye? Uh, who's Elon dating Grimes? I mean, probably not the best one considering when he was tweeting when elon was thinking those tweets he was like high off his ass but i mean <laughs> that's probably someone that he looks looks at her opinion did you see that though uh, as part of this article he there's going to be a lawyer assigned to uh to reviewing his uh, online activities like he's oh, not really? gonna, yeah no he's not going to be able to uh, let's see. Alongside the settlement, the SEC also charged Tesla with failing to have required disclosure. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, where, let me find it. It's here. Just because harmful investment. Uh, I thought it was in that paragraph. Hold on. Oh, right here. The company will also hire a lawyer to monitor Musk's communications, including his tweets, according to the agreement. The total package uh-huh. of remedies and relief announced today are specifically designed to address the misconduct at issue by strengthening Tesla's corporate governance and oversight in order to protect investors. So there's literally like they're they're gonna assign a lawyer to uh he, he can't just like tweet off some crazy bullshit about how the guy who rescued those kids was a uh pedophile or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, especially Elon, his clout with his companies. He's basically the main reason that they're still alive, even though they're hemorrhaging so much money into research and development. Everything he says, people are like, yes, Elon. Yes, we're going to Mars. And then <laughs> price rises. Well, and that that's a good and a bad thing, right? Like he's got these, these advocates and it, it's like, no matter what he says, it's just like, I mean, he's like fucking Jesus Christ to some people. Like, no matter, like, they, there's just a certain level of just worship surrounding him just because he was able to land some rockets and do some cool shit. It's like, he's still human. Like, we can't, he still needs to be held accountable for the shit that he does. 
but he but he doesn't think he's human though because he thinks that we're all in a simulation that oh, you're right yeah that's true that's where it all comes from <laughs> he, thinks, he thinks this entire thing is a simulation and that he said that there was like a one in a billion chance that we're actually real what if he's right though i, I know what if he is i'm okay with that I, I don't know the difference we're what the fuck do i no, imagine we're just some shitty third graders science project from a different dimension <laughs> some <Just> left. <laughs> some fourth dimensional being science project for high school oh that's awful <laughs> but no i uh i don't know because joe rogan uh when he was on joe rogan's podcast he smoked weed and everything Mm-hmm. They they talked about that. There's like he's like, are you an alien? Like just <laughs> straight up was like, you're not, you're not normal. There's something weird going on here. Yeah, people say that like how the only reason Elon wants to like go back to Mars is because that's where like he came from, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like trying to get back to his people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's. I, I respect the dude. Don't get me wrong. Like I have mad respect. I, and I really appreciate what he's trying to do. Uh, like the whole, the, uh, I'm more interested, honestly, his, like his rockets and the whole like fucking tunnels under LA, all that stuff. That's cool. What I'm more interested in is the, uh, the solar stuff that he's doing. Like, I think that has larger ramifications. Like I, you know, he, it hasn't been talked about as much, but he's got that whole thing where like you basically have a giant battery built into your walls in your house and you have solar panels that store energy so you can become self-reliant. Like I think solar and like, b- like improving battery technology is really what more time and energy should be spent on. Mm-hmm. Batteries if, suck. If you can solve the energy storage problem, that solves everything. Mm-hmm. Like if there, the eventually there's going to be some revolutionary like battery technology or just solar has been going to become so efficient that it's just going to charge everything. Like we're I I feel like we're really close. Like we're on the verge of some crazy breakthrough with solar and battery like technology, and that's what excites me. I don't know. Like I, I the rockets are cool. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Let's go to Mars. Let's go to. I joke about it, but. I don't know. I th- I think there's a lot to be improved upon here on Earth first. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I want mm-hmm. my I want my phone to last for ten days. It can. I want just my- stop using it as much. <laughs> just don't use your phone. It'll just last for ultra days. Ultra power saving mode. It only accepts calls. That's it. You can make calls, but only emergency calls. I mean, true. Shut off all essential systems. But I like using my phone. Yeah. And Mashif ha- is obsessed with phone games. He's not going to be... He wants He wants a battery that will let him play phone games for... For four days straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought my battery in my phone was going dead. Cause I've had it for a couple years. It turns out that I just downloaded a few apps that were just constantly running in the background, like Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it like took so much battery. Like um, it, my battery, I thought, I mean, so, so much so I thought it was something wrong with it. I thought uh, like it'd be like 40% like at, you know, two hours into the day of me unplugging it for full charge. 
And it's just because of all these running backgrounds that I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I had to completely uninstall. Uh, I mean, I barely used it anyway, but I had the Facebook app installed. I had to oh, yeah, that's that, creepy. That they spy on you. Thing. That that yeah, app that uses more power than any other app I've ever had on my phone. Mm-hmm. So if I, you have the Facebook app, that you give them permission to go through your texts and like listen to your phone calls and stuff. But it's so convenient. <laughs> no, it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, no, so the only thing I have installed now is the Messenger app, the Facebook Messenger, because I use that, like, I actually communicate with a lot of people through the Messenger app, but the actual Facebook app I uninstalled, and then I just check my Facebook, like, every couple days on my computer, but the app on my phone was just destroying my battery. Mm -hmm. I check Facebook, like, once a month, maybe. It's just Mm -hmm. my grandma posting now yeah every time i check my facebook it's always like oh a distant relative sent you this and it's like i don't care the only thing honestly the only thing i really use facebook for now is bands and bars really Mm -hmm. yeah like a lot of the local bands that i like uh that i'm i know and i'm friends with like people that perform locally they use they they post their events on Facebook, and then a, a lot of the bars like or the the local venues that have bands play, they have they have a Facebook page. So like I'll go on there and I'll see who's playing what night or whatever, and then like it's it's a good way like for events, for events and for chat. That's like the only thing I use it for. I I don't think I've looked at my wall in probably four months. Like I, the the whole Facebook wall thing is just so toxic to me that I can't even bring myself to go to my own homepage on Facebook. Do you mm-hmm. remember a few years ago, like um, 2008 or something like that, Facebook had a competition, uh, like beautiful teen contest and all these teenagers were like uh, posting their selfies and uh, it was like, vote for me, vote for me. And it was like a, pageant but just for like your selfies and it was the most like disgusting thing i think i've ever seen <laughs> i do oh, not like remember TikTok that but it right sounds now. terrible look it up look it up there's it was a big social thing because um all these kids were like harshly judging each other and being like don't vote for her she's a fucking bitch you know stuff like that mm-hmm. and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. like that up. it's like tiktok right now oh tiktok i look up cringe compilations all the time with that shit <laughs> Because I had heard of it before, because most of the advertising is like adults, young adults to like, like people in their 20s, young adults. And then I'm in live stream fails one day and it's a streamer watching cringe compilations from TikTok. And I'm like, what the fuck are all these children doing in these videos? Like, this is really weird. This is creepy. But that's like something they just do often. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of a uh, lot of weird um, memes that like go around in the community. Like they have this one that's like a song that's like, I don't know why bad boys like good girls or something like that. But it's supposed to be like the first half of the video is like really dorky. Like you're supposed to make yourself look like a dork. And then mm-hmm. you're supposed to like change into like this bad boy. And it's so cringy because like they're like addition of what a bad boy looks like to them and they're just like licking their lips or something you're like oh god get me away from him Mm -hmm. it's like 
didn't have to deal with this back in the 2000s. It was just stay at home, be weird with your close circle of friends. Yeah. Now it's everywhere. Man, I didn't even have the internet when I was a kid. This shit's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine being a kid today. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. Um, like you know, not to be uh, De- De- Debbie Downer or anything, but like child predators and stuff like that. That's even more accessible now. It's crazy. It makes mm-hmm. me like really upset that a lot of parents don't monitor their kids. Yeah, yeah. like what, what they're doing. Watch what your children are doing. Like it's a uh, back when all those weird like Elsa Spider Man videos were going out, and people were like, "Who watches these?" And it's like, "Oh, I know one. My nephew does." Because every time I stumble on him, just yeah. cell phone, he's just watching those videos. And I'm like, what? Where is your mother? <laughs> Why are you I watching these? Like uh, at my job, like uh, they'll have the kid at the table and they don't want to deal with the kid. So they just prop an iPad in front and it goes on autoplay on YouTube. They're just watching Kinder Surprise Eggs open it up. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, damn. It's, uh, it's not good. Well, yeah, and mm-hmm. then there was that string of, like, really weird, like, kid videos that were, like, s- so inappropriate, but they were, like, being put out by some weird third party, like, I think they they traced it back to some Russian shit, I'm not sure, but it was, like, they're these AI-generated, like, kid videos, and they dealt with some weird stuff, like just like decapitation and and like all this weird stuff but it but it was like drawn cartoons like mickey mouse and stuff mm-hmm. and like there was like one where minnie gets pregnant and then like i it's just like ah it's there's there were very very strange and the, but the problem is the way the youtube algorithm worked is that like it would just like keep playing those videos you know for little kids and like parents don't pay attention to what their kids watching and YouTube automatic just autoplay just starts playing through all these weird fucked up videos. Like you have to be really, I, f- I feel like as a parent, you have to be a lot more vigilant about that stuff now. Mm-hmm. It's like what happened when the worst thing a kid could stumble upon was happy tree friends. <laughs> oh yeah. Well that was still pretty bad though. But at least it was a parody and it had a goal. These ones are just wild. Yeah, it's it's weird shit, man. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, we had a treehouse, and uh, I think at one point, uh, one of the kids stole a Playboy from his dad that we hid in the treehouse. Like that, that was that was pretty much the extent of our. Uh... And that was the treasure. <laughs> and now it's just like so readily available, all this weird, twisted stuff, and I feel like it, like. It's one like I don't I I don't even think looking at some boobs is that bad, but like some of this stuff now is just so like subtle and kind of twisted, and it deals with a lot of mature uh, subject matter that kids just aren't prepared for. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared to looking at a titty, like that, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like that's well, sure, whatever. Twitch chat in the just chatting section, but yeah. That's true. it's weird, man. I don't know. I don't know. I maybe I don't know. I think kids are forced to grow up way faster now, and it's sucks because uh like I experienced it when I was a kid. Like um 
if you didn't know what sex was, uh, you know, when you're like in middle school or whatever, people would think that you're mentally challenged or something like, you know, like not in the know, like they're, they're like trying to make each other like grown up. Like if you don't take a bunch of selfies or you don't wear makeup or like, you're not allowed to be a kid anymore. Yeah. Cause the kids don't want you to be a kid. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. We I live in a society. It'll be interesting to see what it does later on though, because it's a really, it's the first like couple generations that were born and raised with the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they it, don't know what the internet, like without it. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember, I remember the, when I was a kid, you know, we used to, there was no smartphones. There was no, I mean, digital cameras were revolutionary. I remember like, we used to use it. We when you went on vacation, you bought a disposable camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and like you would, you'd buy like two or three disposable cameras. I bought a waterproof one when my family went to Hawaii when I was like in fifth grade. And I took a bunch of really cool pictures, and then you got to take them to the photography place, and then it takes like days for them to be developed. And it's just so. I mean, everything was so much slower. And now it's all instant and it's just like, what, how is that? I'm very curious to see what the next couple of generations, uh, manifest as adults. Oh no. You well, know, I like, do think, the meme. <laughs> I do think with the, um, the whole fast aspect of it, um, for instance, like, like Applebee's and stuff are dying out because the millennials don't appreciate um, microwave food, microwave food, awful food, uh, dumb service. But back in the 80s, they have jello shots at night though. So don't discredit the booze. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that like, if, if it is super fast pace, then they're going to go the opposite way. They're going to, they're going to value long dinners and meditation and things like that, because that generation previous was all about fast, you know, yeah. Yeah, there is always like a revolt from the previous generation. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, my parents did this, so I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll go the other way. Microwave food, I'm going to get nice food. <laughs> my dad sits around on the computer all day. I'm going to go out and ride my bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, son, don't you want to spend some quality time with your dad and play video games? No, dad, I'm going outside. <laughs> no, dad, I'm going to go ride my bike in VR. Computers are lame. I mean, it could happen though. It could, it could happen. Not maybe that extreme, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Because we will be seeing those effects in these coming years. The people that have had it this entire time, because it's like uh, what other people are saying with the internet. The internet's l- like sort of leaving the wild, wild west portion of it, and yeah. Finally, like developing into something. Because for a lot of people, the internet is Facebook. They don't know anything else. So it's really like changing into a lot of these like huge mega sites that everyone goes into. And a lot of these smaller sites are just like disappearing because they don't know about them. I don't know what it is, but in China, they have something that is one centralized app that is everything. You Mm -hmm. use it to pay for your movie tickets. You use it to... Um, send money back and forth to your friends. You use it to communicate with your friends. It's like a Facebook, it, your social oh, media. Oh, WhatsApp? 
maybe I don't know what it what it is, but they use it, it for everything in China. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the one stop shop app for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know I, I was studying this for one of my classes. How in India, if you ask an Indian what the difference between Facebook and the internet was, they would tell you a whole bunch of stuff. But if you told them that. F- the internet no that facebook is using the internet they didn't understand what you meant because they didn't have they didn't realize that facebook was something on the internet they thought it was the internet what that's crazy like pretty much everyone like 60 percent of all the people in india use whatsapp and messenger as their main way to communicate wow yeah like uh, that's crazy I remember, you know, there was, I remember news groups and IRC and like, you know, intensity and like the pain Olympics, like the fucking internet was the wild west back then. And like, uh, you know, you, you discover these fucked up corners of the web and just like share them with your friends and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Like it has been compartmentalized a lot more now. There still are those corners and there's the dark web and all that shit, but like but I like you said, we're kind of coming out of the wild wild west and there are like there's the services, there's the social stuff, there's the, you know, media stuff and it's all kind of being put into various boxes. It's kind of sad though. I feel like a opportunity for um, growth and new development is 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 shrinking. Um, have you heard of a of a website called Newgrounds before? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, cool. yeah, that's a, classic. That, yeah, that was that was that's made where by. Uh, started. Yeah, Tom uh, Tom Fultz, I think he he made uh, Newgrounds uh, in basically his basement at HTML. You know, he just wanted a place to where he could share with the world his flash projects, and it was the first website that could easily share your projects uh, with, you know, each other. And um, it blew up from there and YouTube kind of took it over when uh, Flash, you know, it rendered so slowly. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of aspect of I made this and now it's really popular and now I'm a millionaire is like, what are you going to do now? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like everything is privatized and it's really hard to get your foot out there, foot mm-hmm. in the door. Yeah, no, I just like... uh New, I used to play games on Newgrounds, and uh, another one was uh, Congregate. Like I, mm-hmm. I that played was a good website. Man, well, there. like they had a you had a profile, and like so, you, there was you could gain points across all the various games. Yeah, you could have fans on your account that would be like, "Look at this guy! He's played so many games, and all all these achievements." Because I was like level eighty-seven, thousands of achievements. People looked up to me. But then I quit that because I was like in middle school when that happened. Yeah. And then I started playing other games. What but about Homestar like, Runner? Oh, Ooh. Toons Games. The email. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I, I loved Homestar Runner. Like, uh, like email strong bad. Strong bad email. I've watched every <laughs> single episode. That's where, I mean, that's where Trogdor was born. Where that's they're, making where, like, a Trogdor, um, they're making a board game. Uh, the oh. the cheat and strong sad and like the poop smith and like oh my god I I have so many fond memories from what was the marmalade the girl's name uh love interest for Homestar yeah not marmalade it was something very close to that though 
but my favorite marzipan yeah my Ooh, favorite yeah. episodes of that show like go back and watch any of the halloween episodes when they like dress up in their <laughs> costumes and stuff and that's where like every once in a while i'll make a joke about fahodwa gods and everyone's like what the fuck that was a song that uh homestar Ru- or no that uh strong strong bad made and it was a rap that he made with the cheat and there's a music video and everything it's like come on for hoodwood gods come on for hoodwood gods everybody to the limit the cheat is to the limit everybody come <laughs> on for hoodwood gods like i love for hoodwood gods like it, like ah oh, i could talk about homestar runner for days i love that shit wasn't he like a children's book at first uh what? i don't know i thought it i thought it started as a web page I, mm-hmm. But and then they 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 had like a puppet series for a while. Like they had like there was a whole hand puppet like show that they did. I don't know. It's so many so many classic moments. And then like in the strong bad emails, there were uh there were hidden links. Like every strong bad email, there were like I remember that there was shit you could click on. Like it'd be a random thing, like a bush or like something. Like in during the episode, there were all these Easter eggs that you could click on. They would open up like these little secret corners. I forgot about that. Yeah. There's actually a wiki page that has a listing of all the episodes and like all of the secret, all the Easter eggs. Uh, my favorite was the um, the Teenage Girls Club. What was that? What was that called? Oh, Teen Girl Squad. Teen Girl Squad. The ugly it's one. What's her face? <laughs> the ugly one. Yeah, Teen Girl Squad is awesome. Yeah, Lady Navio is a fan of Teen Girl Squad. We talk about that occasionally. Like stuff like that, I feel like is going to become more and more rare, though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to sure. see it pop up on Reddit every once in a while. Yeah, you're gonna try to go to the website. Websites crash because eighty thousand people try to do it all at once. I think Homestar Runner is still there, though. I think they have continued to maintain their hosting. Really? Yeah. Let's yeah, look. I think so. I know their Reddit is so like thriving. And I say still when that's like newer than them. Is their website still the same where you could like refresh it and have like a different theme? I think so. Let me look. We're going to go there right now. I'm going to zoom in a little bit. Play a game. I think it's still, yeah, here it is. Let me away from this boulder. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, there's a way to change the theme, though. I think it, it don't you just refresh the page? Isn't it a different theme depending on, maybe not. I think there's a way. Oh, down here, home pages. Here we go. Email. Email. Yo! Yeah. Download. Yeah. Yeah. They have 26 different front pages. I don't even know if I've seen all of these. Yeah, that was my favorite thing to, to like change Yo. it. Yo. Remember when every website looked like this? Yeah. Just a bunch of buttons. Like the buttons? Like the raised button? Like what is that? It's so good. 2000 to 2010. Is that the last time they made a video or anything? I would love to see a comeback of this. I I think it'd be really cool if they made a, they did make some games, but they were just kind of like click adventures. I, I, I played, I played a couple of them, but I don't know. I think there's still potential for stuff like this, but I don't know. 
Do you guys like you guys probably don't even remember the last thing I'm going to mention about the old the old internet? There was this thing called Web Rings. Do, do you do you know what a web not, ring was? I don't know what that is. So back in the very very early days of the internet, if you made a web page, it was really hard for your web page to be discovered because search engines were fucking garbage back then. There were like there was Alta Vista, Google really wasn't a thing yet. There was like Yahoo, and they weren't very good at crawling the internet or indexing things. So what you would do to get views on your web page is you would join what was called a web ring. And a web ring was basically a it was a linked list of websites that you could click through. So to be a, become a part of a web ring, you agreed to put this little chunk of code at the bottom of your page so that if someone came to your page and they scrolled down, they would say this is a part of the blah 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 web ring. Click next to see the web the next website on this web ring. And and so you'd be a part of like a, maybe 20 websites on a specific topic. They were usually like, they were usually topic centric. So like if you were into video games, there'd be like a Nintendo 64 web ring. Mm-hmm. And then so like you'd go to a website and then when you were done with that website, you'd scroll down and it'd be like, go to the, like click next to see the next site on this web ring. It was a really weird like because there was. There- I mean, they had to figure it out, though. Because I mean, it was nothing like. There's nothing like the internet. It was the only way to like get exposure for some people, and I was a part of like I had a joke website when I was in high school or junior high. I think I made a website that was just jokes. It's like your mom jokes and like all <laughs> I did. I just compiled jokes into a couple different sections, and I had tabs and everything. Or, you were or like too far ahead of your time, Jamie. and uh, I joined. I joined a humor web ring, and that that's like how people would find my website. Mm-hmm. Like it's web rings were a really interesting thing and they were only iframes too. Yeah. Like that, a lot of that stuff was really interesting and it's, it will, we'll probably never see that. I don't know. It, it, now it's just all these giant corporations that kind of control, you know, the mm-hmm. content, just large, basically content aggregators now. Yeah. That just yeah. like, I don't have to go searching cause all of it's going to get aggregated here for me. By them humble karma farmers. But I do feel like it's becoming more and more, um, I don't know, normy, you know, commonplace. Like, it's just like, there's nothing unique like Homestar, you know. Mm -hmm. There's not that much character in in, in anything anymore. It's just like, look at this guy getting, uh, getting his kicked in the balls. Look at that. Like, you know, it's not. Hey, true content fail compilations or art <laughs> okay <laughs> I, mean, I can't say anything i watch cringe videos all the time like that's pretty yeah. well i guess that's our job then it's up to us to be the uh the innovators and the content creators right yeah. where do you be think twitch is gonna go want to be be the change you want to see in the world isn't that what the what the the smart people say where do I think Twitch is going to go? Yeah. My friend thinks uh, Twitch is going to die within five years. Well, they definitely have some competition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, Mixer, which Microsoft bought Mixer. And they're, yeah. they're, they've been able to pull some decent-sized names and titles over there. Um uh, YouTube gaming never really. I don't know. There's people that it's it's a mess. That's that's why I stream on Twitch. Even it's a weird ecosystem on YouTube. I don't know how to navigate it. Yeah, exactly. 
I get confused because like I tried to see what it was about, but it's hard to navigate. Yeah, if you even want to get to the YouTube gaming part, you have to jump through a bunch of hoops because it's like an entirely they it's it's because at first they try to make it a separate thing from YouTube and then they're like, Oh, that's not gonna work. So they just tacked it back on. So now just trying to figure it out is really weird. Well, yeah, and because there's a difference between YouTube, uh, there's YouTube live streaming and there's YouTube gaming live streaming, and they're two completely mm-hmm. different things, which is like, doesn't even make sense. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate YouTube's lack of uh, TOS, though, because like it allows for some different stuff. Uh, not to say that I want, I want a bunch of bad things in my stream, but like, for instance, one guy, he... Uh, he <laughs> put himself in a room that he completely whited out with white paper, gave himself a pencil of a bed sheets, and then his friend would come in with uh or he actually didn't have a friend coming in every once he 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 got like rationed food. So he would have like a bunch of water bottles and a bunch of like robin that he would make in his room, live stream the whole thing. And uh, any donations would be text to speech and play. So a lot of people were trolling him when he was sleeping at like three in the morning with this blaring, like ear rape song. Yeah, it's great. And so he'd like wake up and you'd see him go, oh, and, but like Twitch doesn't allow you to sleep on stream. So like, that's like a limitation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I don't know. This is kind of cool yeah. that you could, do something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Well, the, uh, the largest thing Twitch has is just like it was here first. So it has all the big names. But then as these other ones start to grow and their communities start to grow and they do those other ones like Mixer and Facebook and YouTube, they do like to pull people from Twitch by offering a lot of money. You know, I used to watch Heisendong all the time for his challenge your tier Heimer Donger gameplay, but then Facebook was like, we'll pay you a lot of money to stream on Facebook. So those other sites, once it becomes more attractive for other streamers, like Twitch is gonna fall, but I don't think it's gonna like disappear. Facebook gaming, I can tell, is putting a lot of money. They had a huge booth at PAX. Um they had a streamer like playing Fortnite and they were like broadcasting it and it was pretty obnoxious. So mm-hmm. It just feels gross to even consider like streaming on Facebook. <laughs> I know it does. And most people don't even know that's a thing. Like I just, I just thought, oh, Heisendong doesn't stream anymore. Like I know, I knew when I last was watching him, he was in college. So I was like, oh, maybe he decided to stop streaming, finish his degree, get a job, like doing what he was doing. And then I was like, oh no, he just streams on Facebook now. And I was like, oh, well, that's weird because now I don't want to go to Facebook just to watch Heisendong. When everyone else is over here, wasn't there recently a uh, there was a controversy with that because there was a was it Counter Strike like ESL or something? There was a there was a tournament they they had like an they had a contract to exclusively like stream it on uh, Facebook, but then people who had access to the uh, the game like through either they were participant they were like competitors in the game or they were like spectators of the game or whatever they restreamed it on twitch and then uh esl i I think it was esl it was one of those major organizations tried to like sue them and say that they couldn't do that 
and uh and steam had to or valve had to step in and be like no like there we have no rules about rebroadcasting they're allowed to do that if they want <laughs> like you can't tell them not to stream our game yeah because uh, it was just the, they went in themselves it was the raw like video game yeah let's rip their stream no it, they just went into the client and like went into uh spectator mode or whatever and restreamed it on facebook or on uh twitch and uh esl or whoever it was got all pissed off because they're like no like people need to watch it on facebook and they're like nah we're good <laughs> and like and then the numbers on twitch were like way higher because no one wants to fucking like you said like why would i subject myself to facebook when someone's restreaming it on twitch i don't know it it just doesn't feel like a natural place for it twitch was always game centric like it's that that's where they started yeah they have creative stuff now and they've kind of branched out but it's always been a game centric streaming platform and i think that that it will remain that way and so i don't know mixer i think is interesting i i i'm a fan of competition i think you know mixer has done some yeah mixer's done some things that has made twitch kind of uh Stop being like, dude. The problem with Twitch is like they're so popular that they've they kind of got stale there for a minute. Mm-hmm. They knew they it's were the big. It's hard for any streamer to really get noticed too because everything's oversaturated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that is one incentive to try other platforms, I suppose. I I streamed once on on Mixer. Really? <gasps> you broke the the TOS. No, no you can. Affiliates no, can't stream on other. Yes, streams. you can. It's well, as partners long as you're can't not streaming at the same time. At the same time, uh, okay. if you're a partner, you agree to only stream on Twitch. Uh, affiliates can stream on other platforms, but not at the same time. So you can't use like those restreaming services that are out there that'll stream your shit to like three platforms at once. Uh, if you're an affiliate, you can't do that. The only two things, the only two really strong rules for affiliates. One, you can't stream on multiple platforms at the same time. And two, you have to wait 24 hours before you upload any of your shit to another platform. So Mm -hmm. like this podcast, I can't technically upload it to YouTube until Friday. Yeah. And the benefit of becoming affiliate and you'd say like, well, why why do I have to just, you know, I'll just not be an affiliate. Well, then you don't get access to bits and you don't get access to subscriptions, which is remotes. Yeah. Or emotes. Income. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just can't make money. I mean, you can get PayPal donated, but. Yeah, but those get charged back. Well, yeah. yeah and, and subs give you like an anticipated, like, you know, that if your subs grow over time, that's a little bit more of a anticipated income over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it helps you project going forward right exactly especially with the tropical it's like maybe you want to go full-time but how, how much money are we going to make in a few months well maybe my subs are going at this rate so i should expect this much more yeah if you if you are able to attain um 300 subs and affiliates get 250 for every sub you know three times two is 600 700 ish $700 a month from just subscriptions, no donations or anything. So you could, you can pay some bills with that, but it's, it's not particularly like, you know, run home and it's yeah. really hard to get to that point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, you still probably need a day job at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. That's not even going to pay your rent. Mm. No. Especially in California. Right. Maybe if you have like four roommates. Right. Which, if know, you it's... have four roommates, they're not going to let you stream at two in the morning. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which... 700 subs. That's like, okay, maybe I could do that. But uh, at the moment, it's like without the gift subs, it's like I have maybe 20 people that are subbed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like 700 people versus 20 people, you know? So there's that kind of discrepancy as to where like some people like say, well, why don't you just go full time? It's like, I can't. It's not that easy. I need money. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, no. It's, yay! Uh, yay! Well, I still had that shit open. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I, it's you have to be realistic about it. I, I enjoy my day job. I do Twitch mostly as a hobby. Especially the podcast thing has always been kind of a passion project for me, and I enjoy doing it. I enjoy meeting people, learning about them. You know, having these conversations. But like I, the, I have no like delusions of grandeur that like you know six months from now I'm going to be podcasting full time. If anything, like if that ever did happen, that's years away. Like you know, and and I'm okay with that. Like I I have a stable job. I enjoy what I do, and this is just fun times. You know, so. Mm-hmm. As long as you approach it with the right attitude, I think that's that's one mistake that a lot of people make starting out with any – I mean, not just streaming, but any like – any media-centric uh, endeavors, it's going to be slow. Like it, yeah. it's something that you have to build over, you know, years and and a lot of people just don't – you know, they think, oh, I'm going to start streaming and I, you know, six months from now, I'm going to be partnering. I'm going to be famous. It's like, no, probably not. It's going to take. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice though? <laughs> it's going to take you a few years to even like build a community. But yeah, like there was a one guy like last year where he had a challenge, like get to partner status in one year. And then eight months into it, he actually did it. Why? Because someone picked up on it, shared it everywhere. So now a whole bunch of people are like, oh, wow, like this guy's trying to do this thing. So let's like pour him love and affection like at this time, giving him a huge boost. Yeah. So it's like in cases like that, that's like a super fast track way. But for everyone else that like you're just going slow and steady, it's super far away. But that's I mean, honestly, that's true of any business, though. Like if you like uh Back in my insurance days, I worked at State Farm in the claims department and they were recruiting people to become agents, to be like insurance agents and open your own office and stuff. And mm-hmm. like they they were straight up about it. They're like, yeah, you know, in three to five years, your company will be profitable. It's like that's – it's kind of just how it is. Like you have to build yeah. from nothing, you know. If you're a new agent and you don't have any clients, you have to go out and find them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of people forget that part, that it is a lot of hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With anything new? Like, just make a, a restaurant. Why does anyone want to go to your new place? Because we have chicken fingers. Duh. But there's Ooh. chicken fingers down the street. Yeah, but mine are better. I'll see, but am I going to walk in there and try them? No. My chicken fingers are the best. 
Now I want chicken fingers. Where are we going for chicken fingers, Lady Navio? Why are you guys calling them fingers when they're called tendies? Uh, maybe where you're from. Where are my tendies, Mom? <laughs> chicken tendies? <laughs> Hold on. And mustard. My uh, boyfriend texted me. He has dinner, so I'm going to pick it up and come right back. Oh, oh well, the chicken yeah, tendies? do it. She's going to go get those tendies. Mm-hmm. I say that because she actually had some the other day. Or is day. it tendies or tendies? It's a, it's a number of things. Chicken fingers, chicken tenders, chicken tendies, chicken tendies nuts, if you want to like make a meme out of it. <laughs> tendies nuts. That bishop girl says they're called chicken titties. Oh. Fried chicken titties. Oh. Oh. Hello. Did you bring enough for everyone? Yeah, I don't think I can eat this much macaroni. That's all right. I think we're coming to the close of our show. So, uh, you know, we can no, finish. No, it will show. never end. No. <laughs> We've been going for three hours. A solid three hours. Yeah, I'm, used to, I'm used to like eight hours soon. Come on. I know, but, uh, you know, if everyone has to download a 400 megabyte podcast because we couldn't shut the fuck up, they're not going to have to download a 48 hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Tropical moisture. It has been a ton of fun, and I Yay. that I hope you enjoyed your experience here on Hit the Bucket. Tell all yeah. your friends it. We, we're uh, we're actually booked for the rest of the month. This is the first time ever where we've had guests lined Ooh. up for. I think we have for the next three or four weeks. We're gonna have a solid uh, a showing. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. But uh. My goal was for the first couple of years to not have any uh, repeat guests, but eventually I, I have a list of alumni. So Ooh. eventually, you know, we're keep your keep your lines open because we. Okay, may, we I may. would most definitely if if given the uh, in- invitation, I would love to come back. It's been really really fun today. And when you become partnered three months from now, don't forget us. Three months? Come on. <laughs> Don't forget the little guys. Yeah, hey, you know what? You, the origami wish is going to come true. It's just... I really hope so. I've been working really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, thank you very Good much, show. Tropical Moisture, for uh, for responding to James's request to be on the podcast. I know it's kind of something different. Uh, some That's people fun. come in here and don't know what to expect, but I hope you enjoyed your experience. And... Uh, for those who didn't catch it tonight, next Wednesday, every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv forward slash Jimmy Navio, we do this live before we send it out. So come come hang out with us sometime. And uh, it, go please, please, please go check out Tropical Moisture. How, is, did you make all those tonight? I have more. You want me to count? How many did you make tonight? She's going to mm-hmm. count her... Uh, Right, I was holding cranes the whole time, so let me let me. While let me, I plug her, she's gonna count them. So go to twitch.tv forward slash tropical moisture, all one word. It's spelled how it sounds. She's awesome, really fun content. Go give her some love. Go give her a follow, a like, a subscription, and uh, she is on. Oh. Counting, I'm curious. We're on thirty. Oh, making progress tonight. Thirty-five. I followed thirty-five. Thirty-five cranes during the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, sounds. I made one. He's right (laughs) here. 
He's my That's buddy. Him. I'm going to call him Frank. He moves. He's Frank the Crane. Hi, Frank. <laughs> Say goodbye to Tropical Moisture. So. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Sure. Any parting words? Any plugs? Anything you want to say to the people? I don't know. Just thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting this podcast. It means a lot to the creators. You know, it means a lot to everybody involved. I'm sh- that's a really fun thing. And uh, it's a passion project, obviously, that doesn't work without you guys, without the listeners. So thank you. True. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. James. I mean, just to hype up the next podcast, he's almost, he's, he's like Jimmy Navio, but not, but from Utah, basically. <laughs> is he's he? Mormon. He he's is Mormon. He's been on a mission to Brazil. Woo! It is Mr. You Heart Beast. Turn in to the next podcast. That is awesome. He's a game developer too. Go check out his channel. Um, yeah. You Heart Beast. He's a chill dude, and we're excited to have him next week. Um, also, friendly reminder, Jumbotron James, get those submissions in. If you want to have James read a message, an advertisement, uh, a hi, mom, a joke, uh, a silly phrase or poem, submit those Jumbotron James submissions so we can hear James's sexy voice some more. Where do we submit them? So on my stream, I use uh, the Streamlabs overlay. Uh, you earn ducats from watching, subbing, following, all that stuff. And you can spend your ducats to do various things. And one of those things is a Jumbotron James. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I'm, I'm toying with other ways for people to submit messages in the future either through email or donations or something because I know not everyone participates in the Twitch atmosphere Uh, so keep an eye out for that but for now if you want to submit a message it's done through the Streamlabs overlay for a Jumbotron James message (laughs) we had uh, Crispy plug his his podcast last week he was the guest on the show like last minute as a surprise we invited him to be on the show after he had already plugged his own stream so he looked like a real tool bag but it was awesome (laughs) Crispy was a cool dude alright who are we gonna host let's go raid somebody let's go drop some buckets Mogabi's playing marbles Uh, who else we got oh we got is Uncle Joe still on I think I saw Uncle Joe We've hosted him a couple times after podcasts. Oh, is he not on anymore? He was. Maybe he's gone now. Let's see. All right. We'll find someone to raid, but for now, we'll say good night and goodbye. Uh, James and Tropical, if you want to stick around for a second in the Zoom, uh, we're going to do Frost a favor and get some some snapshots, as I mentioned before. We're going to make Frost life a little bit easier. So thank you guys for being here. And uh, please come back next week, Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we will have you heart beast with us. Have a good night, guys. 